Alright, welcome back to Tundra Talk everybody. I'm Tyler Friel. Sitting here. We were supposed to be in our lawn chairs, right? But some <laughs> asshole freaking stole the spot we were we we're gonna get. We're out on the uh the maiden voyage of the year and the river boat, making sure everything runs and isn't sinking. Got uh Dr. Frank Schultz along, Mr. Mookie, and uh is, are we not using your last name, I don't Seth? Care. You, you being an honor. What is your last okay. name? My last name is Whitgriff. Seth, Seth Whitgriff? <laughs> yeah, close enough. It's perfect. <laughs> All right. Well, um, oh, Temple's over there starting to fire. <laughs> sending smoke signals. Uh, Temple's here, too. He's sending out smoke signals. It's right. Well, we're sitting in the boat, burbot fishing or trying to burbot. We've caught a couple little eight-inch monster burbot. But... Uh, Snack sticks. Yeah. How about how about snowpocalypse? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this last weekend or what? I don't even. Well, they were saying that we were going to get a hell of a lot more than what we did. Yeah, like 10 inches of snow. You will not survive. Yeah. Well, I don't know about not surviving, but that 10 inches is pretty close at my house. Oh, it oh, is? Really? I went back up to my house, and all the snow had unloaded off my woodshed, and I've got like a four-foot-deep snow bank <laughs> where... There was a lot of snow up there. It's almost, I mean, there's still a lot more at my house than there is in town, but I bet close to 10 inches up no there. Shit. Yeah, a lot of snow. It was impressive. It well, looks like north of town, you'd get the most. Y- yeah. They plowed my road. Like, that's enough snow so that they, somebody put their snow plow back on and plowed the road. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. I just love how it shows how everyone uh, forgets how to drive so quickly. Oh, yeah. You know, like, instantly. <laughs> Snow's gone, boom, summer, and then get hit again, and yeah, just... Yeah, is a w- one week chaos. is all it takes, and you've forgotten chaos. everything you learned in the last six months. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't get around as much as you guys. I heard it was pretty bad, like on the rich. Like, the rich got real like nasty. Like cars yeah. upside down. <laughs> yeah. They had Chena Hot Springs Road closed down on whatever morning that was. Jeez. Diverting people at Nordale to go to town. <laughs> I, dropped the <clears throat> I dropped my daughter off at school, and in North Pole and was heading into town and I made it onto the highway and I could see the traffic already starting to slow up so I took the first exit turn around <laughs> came back stopped and got coffee my buddy was up like two cars ahead of me he got stopped in traffic <clears throat> I got coffee and breakfast took a break went around the other way and I beat him into town <laughs> going all the way around nice because I saw that ahead of time but yeah it, that was bad that's bad no, but yeah, I amazing. Think, I think a lot of people, not to say that you know that it really matters, but a lot of people like get that first week of it's nice and a lot of snow melts and they change their tires. Yeah. Like summer tires on, time it's over. Well, shit, we had like two weeks of really nice weather. Yeah, if not more. I mean, it, it was, was looking like it was over. Yeah, you know? it was beautiful for a yeah. while. Yeah. Which I don't change years. my tires anyway. So. I don't either. <laughs> I don't have that problem. But uh, yeah. I think it's finally here, though, where Nick's been, like, texting incessantly, you ready to go bear baiting? You ready to go put baits out? Which I am. I've been yeah. chomping at the bit like everybody else, but. It's time. Yep, it's time. Let the, some ice flush out of the river and put the old the old boat back in and come down here and goof around and try to catch some bird, but we were doing better last year. But yeah, I don't know. So have you have you guys gone up and just scouted out like where you leave the road from? Like how how is the conditions 
not wherever it oh, is. No like, idea. is it is it four wheeling yet, or what? what what's going on? No. I see got all the guys that I see driving past my house, which I see every year this time of year, is just like truck after truck after truck when I'm going to work or coming home or whatever. I see these guys, and I haven't seen any four wheelers yet. I've seen all track, like all the four wheels that I see are, have tracks on no. them. Or I'm seeing guys with snow machines. Though. Yeah, I was just curious because I know that was always when I used to do it. That was always the the big question when you're first going out, like you know, snow machine tracks, you know, yeah. four wheeler in. What's going on? And like this, it's awesome here. You can get around on a four wheeler here. But yeah, we're just gonna take our four wheelers and wing it. Yeah, you know? nice. So I like yeah, that. it's uh, I don't know. It's funny. I don't know. And maybe I'm. Maybe I'm an asshole because I like <laughs> make fun of people. They're like, "Oh yeah, you know, April fifteenth, get your bear bait out." Yeah, you're not going to have. I mean, with the rare exception, you're generally not going to have much action till like at least the middle of May. Sure. Well, look, camp even riders, on camp rivers got to eat too, but right? At the, but at the I mean, same yeah, time, I, I'm jokes to get out yeah. too, and I'm going to get mine out. I don't know. I'm going to get mine out as quick as I can. Well, I know that we when the, when the weather's right, you know, we've had bears on the camera late April and that very first few days of May. So I'd just rather have it done and over with, yeah. and then I can just worry about going to hunt. And, but, but you're not you're not sitting there right away. I'm not going to sit it yeah. for a, yeah. a couple of weeks. But. Yeah, I don't know. There, like, I think there are some people that will just go like they put their bait out and they're already sitting it during. Well, yeah, you know, well sure. I mean, when I first bear. got up here, you don't know any better. <laughs> yeah. Right. I like, won't sit it till, till there's a bear to hunt. Put it that way. Don't know any better. Just go out there and. We're not going to sit tomorrow night. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. I got some some guys that might, if you want, I can bring them along. They'll sit with you. <laughs> oh man, I'm ready. I'm just going to sit up there all week. <laughs> <laughs> that must be Temple texting us. Because it all everybody's phone. Did yours go off too, Nick? I didn't feel it. No, mine did. But, uh, I got a village phone, though, so it probably won't go off until we get back into real service. He says we're welcome to come have a hot dog. <laughs> it's got a oh, nice. He's got the fire ripping on. Huh? But uh, anyway, we were just talking. We're getting all this pod, stupid podcast and stuff set up in the boat, anchored up, talking about how if anybody was, like, watching what we're doing, what the <laughs> fuck are those guys? Astronaut training. Astronaut training you. Uh, they just sent us out here to direct traffic coming into the airport. <laughs> Apparently communications are down at the airport. Yeah. So they sent us down here in a boat. Temple's got the smoke signals going. We're taking calls. <laughs> yeah. Sure not taking many bites. No, it's it's not not super hot. But uh, I don't know. I think there's weirder there's weirder things to be the people doing weirder <laughs> things than this around Fairbanks. Like the yeah paddle boarders that came back. Paddle boarders yeah, that was going awesome. down the river. Yeah, that happened. Um, <laughs> that, it's funny. <laughs> well, last night. Well, last night after that weird. My wife and I went to dinner last night, and uh, we we're getting ready to car. And there's like some downtown. There's some like thrift shop down there she just saw and had never seen before and said oh let's go check it out as the door was open go in there and it was some kind of like hipster lesbian like small concert like they had like a little stage set up and i mean music wasn't bad but poetry reading going on no it wasn't poetry reading but (laughs) 
It's just you ever like walk into a situation where you're like, what the fuck did I just walk into? <laughs> never. Never? That never happens. Doesn't Oops. Happen that never. No. What? I keep leaning back and hitting my power trim. <laughs> <laughs> Motor jumps up and surprises me. Man, you never, it's Fairbanks. You never know what you're going to walk into anywhere at any Ain't time. That's the truth. That's true. But, uh, yeah, well, we're out burbot fishing right now, but Seth's actually been one we've been, me and Frank have been, I, I've heard about you for a long time. <laughs> and, uh, I've been talking shit about you for years. He, Frank's <laughs> been talking shit about you for years. And it's probably Frank's fault that I was like, what? This guy doesn't know what the fuck he's even doing. Um, I don't know. Maybe it's better just to let you <laughs> you tell the story, but you got it's a tale of persistence, I believe. Persistence, persistence, huh? Yeah, wouldn't you say that's it? a nicer way to put it? I like it. <laughs> uh, no, it's free. It's freaking cool. You finally, they you all know, kind of the end of the stories. You you got your first sheep this last year, yeah, which yeah. was bigger than any sheep I've killed. <laughs> I was just waiting for him. Yeah. <laughs> just being patient. No. <clears throat> yeah, I don't know. You know, I, I, I've i been up here since 03, and uh, I kind of like to learn from people, kind of take in what the locals are doing and, and try to not show up like I know what I'm doing. You yeah. Know? Just, just try to gleam information. And it's been a long progress. I, for the first several years, I was not successful at anything except shooting ducks. I could shoot some ducks, but, <laughs> but that's about it, you know, chasing moose around. I, <clears throat> my first big game animal up here uh, was caribou. The first summer I was up here, I bought a tag because they had the uh, uh, military discounted tag. Oh, yeah. And, uh, you know, it was like half price or whatever. So that first summer, I got up here in March, got my bow cert right away and bombed up to the slope and realized that I was not back in the States anymore <laughs> real quick. And, uh, you know, just kind of learned that that it's not, not going out to the field and just whacking, whacking deer as they walk in front of you type of thing. So... So it took took quite a few years of running around. I used to bomb up the slope all the time and chasing moose around town. You know, I had a buddy that, that was up here, lived up here for many years. So he took me out, my first official moose hunt. We jumped on the four-wheeler. I didn't have one, so we were buddied up. <clears throat> we're driving driving down this clearing and and it was in the in our archery area out here. I was recurve hunting and, and uh and oh, I like you already. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> which that all started when I got up here too. Just ran into some yeah. guys and kind of introduced me, and I, I I like instinctive shooting, guns, whatever. That's mm-hmm. that's kind of what I prefer. But uh, we go out and you know we're not seeing anything. It's getting towards the end of the day, and we're coming back, and I'm kind of like, wow, well, you know, this is my luck, you know. And we come up over a hill, and there's a <clears throat> there's a bull standing right in the middle of the clearing in the trail, like squatting down like he's shitting glass, you know, <laughs> like just pissing all over the place just I'm like holy crap he jumps off the four-wheeler he's in the tree line i'm just sitting there looking at it like oh holy crap this is <laughs> yeah there's actually a moose here this is <laughs> this is pretty cool you know he pulls me off and into the trees and, and he says you stay here i'm gonna go down there and start calling and this is all new to me i i had never been around this stuff and uh <clears throat> so he starts raking and calling this moose just lights up man he's stomping around bulldogging around tilting his head I'm like oh man this is wild you know <laughs> so he starts working around towards us and then 
he just turns away and goes into the trees and i'm oh man i'm bummed out <clears throat> he said no 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 just stay there and he starts raking again and all of a sudden this spruce tree lit up and was it looked like i don't know man like lightning hit it or what but it was just coming apart <clears throat> and that bull bull popped back out and started circling around towards us again well, we didn't work out our communications beforehand, and uh, <clears throat> he was giving me hand signals, you know, and I, I thought he meant, like, move out into yeah. the opening because it was, like, tall grass, you know. Mm-hmm. So I belly crawl out there with my bow, and <clears throat> and uh, I couldn't see the bull, but I knew he was down there somewhere. My buddy could see him. And he worked his way up, and all of a sudden, like 15 yards away, there's this bull, and he's circling my buddy who's calling, so he's coming right at me. Mm-hmm. I'm like oh crap, you know. I don't, I'm out in the middle of the middle of the grass here. Well, I'll just sit still and hopefully he doesn't see me. He worked his way up and he got to about seven yards and turned broadside. So I reached back, draw my bow, let the arrow fly, and it bounced off of him. Oh no! Oh, did you miss a fish? And uh, <laughs> no, no. <laughs> no, he oh, missed a no. moose. <coughs> oh, I no, I didn't miss it. I hit the moose. Pole. The arrow bounced off. Is what it oh. looked like. Like my buddy comes running up. What happened? Like I, the arrow bounced off of him. He's like arrows don't bounce off of animals. I said, dude, I'm telling you, it looked like it bounced straight back. Like when you hit a hard target, just yeah. you know. So we went up and we found my the shaft of my arrow, and I had probably 14 inches of it gone. Yeah, cedar shafts. I built my own arrows, oh, all that wow, stuff, good. right? <clears throat> so he's like, yeah, man, the arrows don't bounce off. You got him. He's good. You know, just stay cool. <clears throat> so we go, we go. Well, I mean, where you saw it bounce off or whatever, was it look like a good no, I mean, it was right where I wanted yeah, to put it. Nice. I mean, every, yeah. it was like one of those shots when you let go of that string, it's like a symphony, man. Uh-huh. Like everything is right. <laughs> you it know just, it's just going to be it's on just, the money. Yeah, yeah. man. It's, everything was good. I, was, I wasn't I was nervous. Everything was happening and yeah. boom, arrow bounces off. I'm like, oh, man. So anyhow, we went tracking and we'd only find spots here and spots there and and this was like the last day of the season, and it started snowing. So we're out there, and it's getting late, and <clears throat> we just couldn't find anything. And and I went out there. We went out there for the next, like, five days trying to pick up any kind of sign or anything because he had a solid piece of arrow in him, you know? Yeah. And uh, finally I called Fishing Game up, and I said, hey, look, you know, I, I arrowed this moose. Here's what happened. We cannot find him. We can't find any sign of him. I mean, we saw little blood here and there. It looked like good blood, but it just wasn't a mass of it. Mm-hmm. And the biologist said, you know, <clears throat> he's probably all right. You probably only got one lung, and just like people, they can live off of one lung. So it probably sealed up. You know, that that piece of arrow is probably in there, but it probably sealed the puncture so it wasn't a sucking chest wound or anything like that. So, so that's what he tells me. I don't know if that's true or not. He's probably dead, but I felt terrible. Like, I was ready to hang the bow up done i just i'm not into just killing to kill and you know like i felt terrible well <clears throat> the story's even funnier because before we left his house that morning uh he had killed a small bull like the day before a little spiker <laughs> and we cut off his tarsal glands and, <clears throat> and rubbed them all over us because we figured <laughs> it's cover scent right <laughs> so <clears throat> when i had crawled out into the grass Buddy, unbeknownst to me, was like freaking out because now I'm standing in the middle of this field and I've got this rutted bull coming right at me 
and I smell like another rutted bull, <laughs> right? <clears throat> so after I shot, he came running up, and he was just, oh, my God, I thought you were going to die. I didn't know what I was going to do. I had my, was my bull. <laughs> like, <laughs> what was going on? So anyhow, that was kind of my introduction to being a little different up here. So anyhow, these, these guys, there's some other guys in town that I've been shooting bow with, and, and one of them had been successful at uh, taking sheep with his, with his uh, traditional bull. And uh, a couple of sheep in a row, and I was like, man, that's that's pretty awesome. That's what I want to do. So he took me up once up north, and it was just like weekend trips, man. Weekend warrior, like bombing. I was in the military at the time. Yeah. You know, so we go up there. I've got I've got my <clears throat> GI jungle boots, my pack frame. I mean, like a bear suit because it was late season. Like, oh, man, it was I was so, un- it was ridiculous. <laughs> we got up there, and... Uh, you know, went up a little bit and saw some sheep, but weathered out, and that was kind of it. That was my first taste, you know. And uh, the next few times were were similar trips. They were short, you know, four or five days, bomb in, see if you can see something, get out, and, and that was it. But I was hooked. I loved it. I just wanted to be in the mountains. Like, I didn't matter. My wife would give me crap. One of these times, you got to kill something. Like, yeah, yeah, but I'm going to keep going, you know. Yeah. So, so anyhow, one, two, three, first three times were, were quick shots. And I always kind of felt like time was the key to the whole thing, right? Yeah. Like, if you only have a couple of days, it's either it's there or it's not. You're in and out. Yeah. Like, there's no time to work anything. Mm-hmm. So, so then <clears throat> did a couple more hunts uh, in 14. Uh, two other buddies and I flew up into the brooks. And we spent 15 days up there, and that was just awesome. I mean, we've seen sheep every day, a bunch of rams. Looking back on them now, there were probably some legal ones in the group, but they were questionable, and and I was still new to to really looking at them. I wasn't about to count rings and call them good, you know, so... And they weren't very distinctive. Yeah. Nothing special. They were right there. Like, if they were there, they were right there, so... So we passed on those, and we were watching sheep, and we're covering a lot of ground, a lot of miles, and and finally we spotted one that we made a play on, and and uh, he was up on some pinnacle rocks, and and I like I was telling these guys earlier, I'm, I'm pretty cautious about stuff. I don't know, I it, for me it's not worth risking the stuff that I worked hard to get, and and I don't want to give up not being able to do it again and this and that, so. I'm like, man, I don't know if I can recover that thing. So we talk it over. Yeah, we don't know what's in between us and the ram. We couldn't see. It's just kind of weird. Well, he ended up working around and kind of circling around us, and he came out on this little plateau. Uh, the whole group of them came out on this little plateau about 100 yards away from us. And and uh, But you could just, just kind of see the tops of them because we were down, down the shelf a little bit, you know. And so, you know, I start elbow crawling up to the edge and make a play and they'd move their heads and the wind was great blowing down on us, you know, it was everything was kosher and and we noticed that there was a U up above them, off to the left, that all you could see was just the top of her nose and her eyes. And she was just sitting up there, just like she was the lookout, man. Hmm. That she we knew that if if we scared her off, they were gone. Like she was she was the queen of the <laughs> queen of the band. I don't know, man. I just knew it. Well, <clears throat> I I found out later on that the one buddy that I was with was actually up high enough that he could see the ram. Like this whole time that I'm making this push, and 
these guys have both killed rams before, and so they were on a mission to get me a ram. I go hunting with guys where it's like anybody kills a ram, that's a success, man. Yeah. I don't care. <laughs> I really don't. Like if someone gets – like enough times not getting anything, you just come to expect it, right? <laughs> like one dead animal is great, you know? <clears throat> so anyhow, unbeknownst to me, he could see it the whole time. I'm making my play, and I've got maybe like two more elbows up so where I can get my rifle on him. Otherwise, it's just too steep. I can't mm-hmm. even see him. And the wind switched, like, like now. And I felt it swirl around and lift my shirt up. And it's almost like it smacked that you in the face. Just bam! She launched off the top there and took all those sheep with her. Gone. Jeez. That was it. Gone. Oh, man. Talk about crushed. <coughs> the worst part about that was... We just went on, like, an afternoon foray from our base camp. Like, we had our packs and, like, a Snickers bar. And, like, I mean, we were just going to go kind of peek up what was behind here. Really keep and ended up going, that. like, five or six miles further than what we thought we would go. And we ended up working our way back at, like, 3 in the morning <laughs> with nothing. And on the way back, at midnight, there was a ram 100 yards above us, just just below legal, sitting there, didn't care. And we had been yelling up this drainage because on our way back down, we saw a sow with three cubs ah, sure. go right into the group of alders oh. that we had to go up. So, you know, we're, we're tired. We're pissed off. There's bears in there. I'm like, God, you know, so we're just yelling. We call it Hay Bear Creek, you know. So, we're <laughs> yeah. so this ram didn't care, though. Like, he just he didn't care. We were making all kinds of stupid noise. And, and uh, we tried to make them legal. Couldn't make them legal. So that was... That was kind of like the pinnacle of that whole hunt. So, you know, put some time in on that one. And that really gave me the taste. To like, like that was the key. That's for me, the whole experience, right? You know, it's not just not just harvesting the animals. It's the whole experience of being out there. And it's my church time, man. That's when I reset. And even my wife is like, you go sheep hunting because <laughs> you are penned up. Like, it's, you know, and I try to make up with it with other hunts. And it's just not the same thing. It just doesn't do it for me. So... So, uh, you know, that was, that was probably the first time that I really had time to just kind of play it out. Let it, let it do its thing. Don't try to push it. Don't do the hard charging. Sure. I'm 23 years old and I'm going to just cover this one and this one and this one and this one and see what's over there next. And you bring you got a, a monster up there, log, Frank, huh? or what? Oh, I lost it. Oh, man. <laughs> I can lie to you now that I lost so it. So then tell you it was a fish, not a last stick. spring, draws come out and... I drew a delta tag. And not only did I draw a delta tag, we party drew a delta tag <laughs> with my good buddy Brian. And uh, so that was it. This is the year. Now, I don't know how many more years I've got. I've got plenty. I've got plenty of body issues, bad knees, bad back, ankles fused. I mean, like, it's it's a rough go. But I'm slow. I'm like a freight train, man. There's nothing <laughs> quick about it, but I'll get there, you know. So uh, I hear you there, man. We just talk about it. I'm not. I'm not a goat like these guys. These guys are like goats, man. <laughs> I'm not. A goat. And I've hunted with guys like that before too, and that's awesome. And I'm envious, but you know what? I'll get there. You guys get up there, make sure it's cool, and then I'll I'll see you when I get there, type of thing, you know. So uh, <clears throat> yeah, we just decided right off the bat. He was gracious enough. Uh, he had gone sheep hunting when he was like 17 uh, with a, a guy that took him out, and uh, he didn't get one, but you know he kind of got a taste of it and. He's gracious enough to say that I could have first shot, first first right to refuse, uh, which is awesome, and and that's why I hunt with him and and the other guys that I hunt with because it's just it's never a competition Should to be, no. push your face in the dirt so you get a shot, you know. <laughs> so, <clears throat> so we uh, 
we decided we're both self-employed that uh, we would take the entire season if it needed to be. And I prepared the wife for that too, <laughs> which didn't go over great at first, but oh, she I came believe, to realize believe, yeah. she knew, she knew what I'd been through and, and, uh, you know, came to kind of accept that, you know, this yeah. is probably if, if ever there was a good opportunity, cause you know, all yeah. these other hunts were also like throwing a pin on a map, you know, yeah. we'd pay to charter out to some place. Like, look, our criteria was where have you dropped everyone at? Okay. Put us in that place. I don't care what the densities are. Just get me away from people. Like yeah. that was, yeah. that was the key. Uh, and we had great success avoiding people so not so much with Just the sheep, also some success avoiding <laughs> sheep <laughs> right i mean we always had yeah. sheep as a thing it's not like i've never been on a hunt where we didn't, didn't see, see sheep sure. or even rams like we always saw rams but not necessarily anything legal so uh so yeah so this was a year man we're gonna take the whole season we get all prepped up all geared up everything's good to go and uh, we had the drive-in tag which everyone just gets giddy about because you know you just drive in you shoot when you, you roll just, it onto your machine yep. and you drive home oh yeah <laughs> day hunt right well i, <laughs> I mean i knew better than that up. i've i've sheep hunted a few times so <laughs> you know you know i, I told him and I, he understood that the machine was just just to push us in further than what the guys walking typically will go you know like a better jumping off point like getting yeah. flown in you know like doesn't mean that you're just to sit where you get out of the plane and and that's where you just, i mean yeah. unless you have your own cub and you just land on yeah I mean, that'd be nice but uh even then you get your own cub then you got to worry about your airplane when you yeah leave it, you know yeah. or the weather yeah. you know who knows yeah, I don't know, man. That's that. I looked. I started flying, and and uh, kind of came to the realization it's way cheaper to e a have a buddy who has a plane, or b <laughs> just charter a flight. So with annuals and all that stuff, you yeah. know, just. Uh, <clears throat> so anyhow, yeah. So we we get our machines. Twenty six rolls around. We had gone in in July, whenever whenever it was still open for mm-hmm. for machines to go in the area. And done a little bit of scouting, just kind of check out the trail that we picked, which is not where everyone goes. Uh, in fact, we kind of went to a place that was like one of the lower harvest areas. Yeah. Um, because, like I said, I don't like people that much. I mean, I like people. I get along with people, but oh, yeah, well, not when I'm out there. I don't want to be motorized on. season anywhere right. that's like well known about that you're going to. Oh, man. Some of those roads, some of those trails are roads, and it's like. It's crazy. They're roads. Yeah. I mean, and, and they go way in there, and, and that's cool. And we kind of planned that as our backup. We mm-hmm. were going to go into this this lesser used area, push in there, see what we could see, give it some good time. If it didn't pan out, we'd pull back out, and then we'd go in where everyone's telling us to go in, and hopefully the big rush would be over by then. Yeah. Because you know? really, when, when you look at those tags, at least from what I've I've seen and heard, it seems like... You got the guys that draw it that are sheep hunters. You got the guys that draw it that want to be sheep hunters. And you got the guys that draw it that never thought about sheep hunting until they put, drew it. Yeah, put in for it anyhow. Right. And that's and, typically and, probably 50%. And I'm them. okay with that because you know what that means? That means only, yeah, half of them are actually hunters that are actually going to spend the time and push well, hard Well, there's, what, 150 tags last year, 140, and 140, only 45 yep. rams were killed? Yeah, yeah. So, I mean... That's pretty I mean, typical, though, isn't and it? I know, I mean, I know of guys that go in there. Than normal. Lower than yeah, normal. Yeah, maybe by like 10 sheep or something Says Mr. Like Governor's tag over there. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, I mean, I know, of, I know of guys that have gone in there. They had your sheep tag. They go in there. They drive up to the mountain. They might hike in a mile or two. Right. And then realize that it's not their thing and come out. So that's yeah. great. I think that's a good thing, you know. 
it's not for everybody. That, that's cool. So anyhow, get our machines. Opening morning, we get to our pull-off, and we're like, there's no one here. This is exactly what we wanted. There's no one parked there, not a trailer, not a not nothing. No one's there. Like, awesome. So we unload. We start bombing in the trail. We made it about four miles, and his machine broke an axle. <laughs> and uh, we drive these six-wheeled Max rigs, <clears throat> and uh, they're kind of like an Argo, uh, only different, but they're similar. <laughs> and uh, the he, he broke an axle, and it was pretty critical to getting out to where we wanted to be. So begrudgingly, we turned around. And I mean, it was kind of like either, well, we could start walking from here or we can go back in. And we just thought, you know, the, the mantra kind of became for the trip was everything happens for a reason. Yeah. Right? Yeah, you, you know? And you have just, plenty of time. Just take it. We've got the whole season. Let's just just take it in stride. Let's make it right. Let's do this. So we pull out, drive all the way back home. Uh, Drove back to Fairbanks. Yeah, all the way back to Fairbanks. Oh. Unloaded the machines. Had to pull the engine out of the machine to get to the axle. Got a new axle back in. By that night, we were we were you ready to go again. Crazy. So the next morning, early in the morning, oh. <clears throat> load back up. Do it all over again like Groundhog Day. Get back down there and... Uh, there was one truck there, and and on their way out after we busted the axle, we ran into these two guys on four wheelers. Uh, um, at first, I was kind of like pretty upset, like like dang it, we were in ahead of them, you know, like like we had the jump, we were there. If anyone's gonna be there, like oh man, Do and then kind of thought Frank, it didn't seem like they had a whole lot of equipment with them, so maybe not going very long. So here. my hope was that yeah, that maybe they were like thinking this is a day trip you know or a, or a night or i mean their packs were so light that i can't imagine or they're like the best sheep packers in the world and all they take is like <laughs> a handful of granola and <laughs> a knife you know like there was just nothing in their stuff and and if they went in there and did it awesome great like i'm not gonna knock them do your thing but i was a little upset about that but again everything happens for a reason just taking a stretch so we get back out there their truck's out there like okay so we work our way in but they're the only ones there so we kind of had a plan to go up this one drainage and by the time we got to it we could see their tracks going right up that drainage we thought wow okay crap well we had this other one not far away that we kind of had as a backup and we thought well that's a bit more of a pain in the ass to get there but let's do it you know (laughs) we're here so so we pushed our machines in there and went through some stuff that it was it was tundra bog i it was horrible horrible stuff to run a machine through even those machines it was just just nasty nasty stuff and and had we not had those machines i i would never take a four-wheeler in there i mean you'd just be winching the whole time like 50 feet 50 feet yeah. i mean it was just so gnarly nasty uh <clears throat> but we got past it Got our machines parked uh, on the hill, got all our gear, started hiking. So we hiked that first day. It was late in the afternoon. Got up, got up a couple thousand feet and kind of just set up camp. And of course, we believe in the uh, getting in cheap shape, much like Frank's idea of getting in cheap shape. Oh, yeah. Which is, uh, you know, just show up and (laughs) and do your first three days and it sucks, right? (laughs) So our first night up, I mean, we were slow going, sucking wind, you know, just tired. Been a long two days of messing around with machines and all that. So uh, got up there, 
it was kind of raining, sprinkling, and all that. And and uh, right before we went in, the kids had started school, and of course, they were all sick. And you got on sick, my way yeah. in, I'm like feeling under the weather, just kind of crummy, oh. and just like dreading already what's gonna happen. Like I just know. Luckily, I packed for it, you know, brought some meds and stuff to knock it out, but. Got up there first night, woke up the next morning, it was socked in, like, awesome, this is sleep day, like, just, <laughs> there's no point in moving, we can't see where we're going, we don't know exactly where we're moving into, just, yeah. we'll just rest and wait it out. It's important, it, though, and yeah. we have days like that, just, just chill out until you can see, there's right. no sense of... No sense in busting through, especially if you don't know the area, yeah. if you have no idea what the layout's like, you, they, she could have been a thousand feet above us hanging out, we just Absolutely. had no idea. So, kind of took our time, and... <clears throat> Okay, this story is all off of my memory, and I've got a terrible memory, so I'm sure Brian has a different story than I do. <laughs> but he's not here, Brian, so we're telling my story. Brian's not here. Anyhow, <laughs> yeah, so, uh, you know, the next day, towards the end of the day, it cleared up a little bit. We decided to push up and over the top, and got up over the top, and it's this huge, like, huge plateau. We bump a little caribou there and kind of sitting, and we kind of crested over, and we could see across the next drainage, <clears throat> oh, two or three miles. And up in this this cathedral slide, you know, peak of the mountain, white dots. And not only white dots, but white dots that look like they're carrying something on their head with a naked eye. Like you could, could kind of make something. Yeah. Like not, not totally, but you could tell. I know what you mean. And yeah. you could just, the formation they were in, everything about it just like, man, those got to be rams. They have to be rams. So we throw the glass up, boom, like. Dude, there's no question we need to push on those rams because that one looks like, like I'm no professional judge. I'm not I'm not nearly as experienced of any of you guys. Like I just I look at sheep pictures all year long because I've got this addiction, and uh, <laughs> and I can't help it. So that's all I've got to go off of. And all my other hunts sounds like everybody. That's yeah, like man. Happened. All my other hunts have been with guys that were more experienced than me. So this hunt, I'm the more experienced guy. And I feel like this weight of like, oh my gosh, if it comes down to it, I'm going to have to make the call whether or not these are legal <laughs> or not. And my experience has also been with borderline rams. So, Which is stressful as shit. Oh my God, Leon. And like have- I said before, I don't want to lose all my stuff. Yeah. <laughs> like it took me a long time to buy because it's not <laughs> yeah. cheap to sheep hunt, man. Not no. to do it comfortably anyhow. Yeah. I mean, you can do it on the on a shoestring budget, but it's not fun. You know, it can be done. So, so yeah, you know, I this weighted, this stress kind of like, okay, I can't screw this up, you know. But, man, as soon as we saw that, I'm like, dude, that we need to get closer to those rams. Uh, and we put glass on them, and there's three of them that looked pretty solid. Uh, I mean, you could tell they were flared out. Yeah. And like, just just kind of classic looking, you know. <clears throat> so we set up our, our tarp camp. We didn't take a tent on this trip. We oh, just took, we took the Kafaro Superfly yeah. and a couple bivy sacks each and uh, just went light It's a like little that. brave for that late season. Yeah. It's, yeah. It worked out. Yeah. You know, I mean, was it, it's probably not the smartest thing to do, <laughs> but what the hell? I mean, we had machines that weren't that far away, so uh, anyhow, it worked out. We So we camped up, and that afternoon we watched them move from like oh, almost 6,000 feet and they worked their way at 4.30. They worked their way down down this drainage until they were out of sight. And it was probably 2,500 feet. You know, I mean, they, they covered some elevation, like 
just yeah it was kind of weird because where they were at they had meadow and they had water and they had i mean it looked like everything they needed up there so and they're in this protected uh protected area of the mountain you know they just kind of had everything going for it mm-hmm. so you know oh there must be a mineral lick in there or something that that they're pushing down to i don't know i've never seen like that much of a movement you yeah. know some movement to feeding areas or whatnot but it was i mean thousands of feet of just out of sight travel so like okay well let's set up and see let's not push this let's not rush this we have all the time in the world let's not just go hard charging after them and try to make a play right now uh and i was still feeling under the weather pretty crappy next day i woke up it's raining out socked in couldn't see across and i'm i'm not doing well just head cold you know (laughs) like just head feels like it's in a vice and stuff took some horrible place to be sick uh Oh, I got a story about that too. Not to <laughs> every, every, every year, I'm so paranoid about like yeah. getting getting sick when I'm sheep hunting. I never have. Oh. I think if you can, you're not going to get sick. When yeah, you're I think sheep if you're hunting. clean, you're going to get sick get before you go <laughs> sheep hunting. No, right. Is the problem? No. Yeah. So I I kind of spent the day under the tarp, just yeah. just resting. You know, just doing it. And, and that was kind of the thing for the chip. Just take our time. Let's not. Let's not push things. Let's just take our time. Uh, so he played with caribou all day and watched, you know, watched a bear with cubs, saw with cubs, ways off. And finally, in the in the afternoon, it kind of cleared up again. We could see across, and at four thirty, those sheep did the exact same thing again from the same spot. Just doop, 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 doop. like you could track it. You knew exactly where they were going. So there was the choice of do we go left or we go right? Left. Looks like a closer shot the whole way they'd travel. Either way we could go, but the wind was always terrible from that direction. Yeah. And from my past experience in the mountains, I told them I didn't have any intention of going that way. Yeah. Uh, so we decided to go off to the right. We packed up our bags. We, we made our way up the drainage off to the right, to the right of their drainage, and uh, set up a little spike camp with just bivy sacks. And... Uh, and then climbed up this little spine, uh, razorback spine, to, to kind of see if we could take a look at them, you know. And uh, we made, made our way up there, and <clears throat> sure enough, we could see Ram. He was probably 600 yards away, but all you could see was just, you know, like from his eyeball up. You could just yeah. tell he was a ram. He's one of the bigger ones you could tell because you just see some mass up there. But it was getting dark by that time, so, you, I mean, it was just kind of like, well, there's no point in and pushing because it's going to be too dark by the time you even get to them. So Nick snagged. <laughs> We've got the biggest burbot. Yeah. If this is a burbot, we're going to eat like so, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so we, you know, went down for the night. Uh, woke up the next morning early. Climbed back up onto that overlook. And it was, it was a better day <laughs> to begin. Uh, you know, we could see the whole area we were wanting mm-hmm. to. And as soon as the first sheep showed up coming up the mountain, it socked in. Boom. Uh-huh. I mean, just as you saw him, you're like, ooh, that's a good ram. Like, ooh, I want to take a look at him. Like, this could be it. Boom. Socked in. I yeah. mean, you can't see. Socked in now. Like, ah, oh, crap. And then it'd blow out. Like, ooh. So there's a couple times where I had the rifle on him getting ready to pull the trigger. Oh, man. And poof. Especially when you're in range. Oh, man. Just blow right back in. Like, oh, man. And of course, this whole time, 
I'm feeling confident that this is a legal ram. I'm 99% sure he's full curl. But there's always that little inkling in the back of your mind. Oh, like, yeah. <laughs> like, was he really or was I just making him? Did I just make him legal? And I'm not, I'm just not confident enough to be like, yeah, he's good, you know? Trust me, it don't, it's not going to get a lot. <laughs> no, I, I know. There's, all, like, there's the, the oddball ram that you're like, that there's no doubt. Right. Those right. are not, <laughs> those are not common. Well, and that's, you know, I'd always seen guys taking these rams and I'm like, man, I just, like, it's awesome. You got them and they're legal by the States. I, I just don't know what I'm looking at, I guess. Cause I would never call them legal. Like. Curl wise, definitely not. Yeah. Age wise, mm, questionable. And in the field, how the hell did you see that? That's cool. If you can take that and you can make that happen, more kudos to you. That's awesome. I don't, not knocking it. That's great. It's not for me. I just, <laughs> I don't, I, I'd rather not shoot one. So, uh, <clears throat> anyhow, see this ram working his way up. It was one big ram with two banana horns mm-hmm. and in and out of the fog. <laughs> Get set up a couple times, squeeze the trigger. No, nope, no go. Like, crap. Well, about an hour later, we had known that there was nine rams up there total. We had seen them. And uh, about an hour later, we caught movement down below them again, and it was three more rams coming up, or three that we could see anyhow. Two nice, really nice rams and another banana horn. <clears throat> but again, socking in, socking out, trying to get glass on them. Looked good, but by the time you got the glass on, socked in, couldn't tell. Like, oh, oh man, oh, just back and forth, back well, and forth. Well, then you got to make every time it clears up, you got to make sure they haven't moved. Right? And, like, Is that the same positions? One? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So this goes on. They work their way up. I mean, it wasn't terrible out, uh, and we've got pictures of it too. It's like looks nice and green where we're sitting on this Overwatch. <laughs> and, <clears throat> so about five hours into this, uh, we saw them bed down. They were bedded down. Enough that I could see the one ram's head, and not, and, and that was it, though. You couldn't see any body or anything like that, about 600, 650 yards away, yeah. you know, up in these big boulders and stuff. And I'm like, while we're here, let's just, just wait them out. 430 is coming eventually, and they've done this three days before. I mean, if they don't do it, that sucks because <laughs> I felt like we pretty much had them pegged, you know. Mm-hmm. So, <clears throat> so we waited. Five hours in, it started to spit snowflakes. And then it started to really snow, and it was coming down heavy. And then it started to blow, and it must have been blowing out, probably 50-mile-an-hour winds, no joke, 50, if not more. And it was like sideways wind, just that, ah, just bru- like South Dakota wind, man, like just <laughs> cutting through your core, blowing up your shirt. It looked like, like Brian Delta said, wind. it was like a kid taking a shovel, throwing snow in your face, you know, like it was brutal. That sounds like a normal day in Delta. Right? right? <laughs> yeah, that's true. So anyhow, so we sat for the next three hours through a blizzard on top of this ridge, the whole time looking down at our bivvy, uh, and it was green. Oh. Green grass <laughs> meadows, you know. I'm like, what the hell are we doing, man? This is like a, this is a tent day, man. This is stupid. I'm like, ah, oh, we can't leave the sheep right there. Like, And I'll tell you what, that's the one piece of gear I changed this year. Poofy pants. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't care what anyone says. If you don't have poofy pants, you're an idiot. Oh yeah, that <laughs> yeah. is the game changer. Just put them in your pack and man, you need to Frank, you, Frank's the first. Well, like he, he's the first one to get some, and then I saw how comfortable he was, and I got some, and holy shit! Like, oh. talk about like 
to game boost your morale. Oh, you know, yeah. everything's absolutely. Yeah. You know, conditions like that where no. it's freezing ass cold and I, snowing and blowing. You put your poofy your spacesuit on, your poofy jacket and pants, and your rain gear over yep. that. Yep. Like you could lay there cool as a cucumber, man. Yeah, I mean, that's what we were, man. We're just rolled. Up. It's like a sleeping bag, man. I, in yeah, fact, the one night I slept just in my poofy clothes on top of my bag because it was actually more comfortable. <laughs> Um, anyhow, so that was, I mean, we were both geared up well that way, and so we could withstand it. His feet were getting a little chilly. I had my cold flax, my plastic moon boots, you yeah. know, they're warm. So <clears throat> about 4 o'clock, it's blowing. You can't see anything except snowflakes hitting you in the eye, you know. And we're like, well, I thought I had heard a sheep, like heard him vocalize. Huh. <clears throat> I mean, it's just such a different sound, and I've never heard them making noises before, not not really. And and I thought, man, I swear I heard something right where they travel down every day. I'm like, well, what the hell? We're in the middle of a blizzard; they're not going to see us. We might as well just push down. So we we moved down this little little valley, you know, a couple hundred yards away, and popped up over the edge and just sat there for a while. And it got to be about four thirty. I must have been four thirty five o'clock. Like. They're not moving. Either they pushed down when the snow first started or their whole, I don't know. No, no. What the hell? So we work our way back up to our overlook spot. We're both kind of dejected by the weather. And, and uh, Brian puts his pack on to go back down to the bivy, all his gear back on. And I happen to turn around and there's this damn ram standing there with his two banana horns, just standing there staring at us 600 yards away, just like. Like, I don't know, it was just craziest thing, craziest timing. They hadn't been standing there at all the entire day, not the day before, but they were standing full body up on the top of this little ridge of boulders, you know, and Brian, there they are. And this whole time we've done so good, staying out of sight, good yeah. wind, all this stuff, and we're standing up on the ridge, If you know, it cleared up just enough. Like, holy crap, so we got the rifle. Well, other part of the story is Ryan has a long-range gun. A big long-range gun, <coughs> three thirty-eight Lapua, and oh, it weighs man. about twenty pounds. And he humped this thing in there because we thought, not only are we going to take our time, but we're going to take a long shot if we need to because we've been practicing all summer and we were consistent. We figured seven hundred mm -hmm. yards with good wind, we could oh, take yeah. the shot. You know, no problem. Well, we're, not three thirty-eight Lapua bucks of wind. Yeah, so that good. too. But I mean, we were dialed in on it. Yeah. So. It, and he wanted to hump it, and I wasn't going to argue because <laughs> I wasn't carrying it. So uh, <clears throat> so they were standing there. We got done on the rifle. I'm like, man, someone's got to put a bull in this thing. You know, like, I, I got to take a shot. And as I'm getting ready to shoot, the wind is gusting so hard that these rams, like, tuck their head to the ground to buck the wind. Like, whew, like it was blowing, blowing. And 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 where's that? It's this cathedral area, so it's just going like you could see it. It's swirling the snow just every direction. Ah, oh, we can't really take that shot. You know, it's just it's. It might be able to buck wind, but I don't know. Yeah, about not that. <laughs> and not with two other rams next to it. You know. Yeah. <clears throat> so they moved kind of. They just kind of easily walked back out of sight over the top of that. I'm like, well, we're here. <laughs> we got to go up there and check it out. So Brian, he's like a. Like he put it, and I think he put it the right way. He's like a race car, and I'm like a freight train. <laughs> <clears throat> so he's off to the races. 
charging after him. And I'm moving out. I felt at a pretty good clip. I don't want to blow him out of there, you know, and the wind's swirling, doing goofy stuff. So, you know, I'm kind of hustling, trying to keep up with him because I'm carrying the rifle. Yeah. I had my 30 out six, and, yeah. and he doesn't have anything. Nothing. He has nothing with him. Just <laughs> maybe his binos, you know. <laughs> so, so he's bombing up ahead of me. I'm like, Brian, Brian. And he doesn't hear me. We're both deaf. And we work our way up these boulders, and and he's probably, I don't know, 20 yards ahead of me, 30 yards ahead of me. He just stops, and he's like, there's a little one right there. So I work my way up to up to the edge where he's at, and I peek over, and there's a banana horn standing there. I'm like, okay, he's got to be in here somewhere. We came from the only other direction. I mean, they're here. They're penned in here if they're here. And just then, uh, my the big ram walked up and over and stood broadside at 130, 150 yards. Pow, dropped him, shot him. He took like three steps, stumbled backwards, rolled over. Is he down? Is he down? Yeah, he's down, you know, that kind of stuff. I turned to high five like, holy shit, this has finally happened. I turned to high five and Brian's like, give me your rifle. (laughs) I'm like, what? He's like, give me your rifle. And I, I couldn't see anything else. So I tossed him my rifle, put it on safe, tossed him my rifle. He grabs it. He's like, "You see him?" And I kneeled, knelt up, and I could just see over this ridge where the other three, uh, where the other rams. Two of them were very nice rams. Instantly recognizable as full curl. Just came around, flared out like textbook, tipped out like hadn't seen like, him yet. No question. You know, we saw him from distance, oh, but never but not closer. Yeah, but not on that push in or anything. Yeah. You know, we just didn't know that they were exactly there. But he was a little bit higher than me, so he could see him when they jumped up when I shot. So he goes pull the trigger jerks it nothing happens safety's on like, yeah i'm the asshole that put the safety on <laughs> while we're Sorry. throwing guns back and forth. Yeah. Uh, you know <laughs> forgive yeah. me for putting right? the safety I mean, on i mean whatever in the end he gets the safety off pulls the trigger drops ram in his tracks boom two rams down 50 yards apart 15 seconds apart just amazing <clears throat> two really nice rams yeah, we work our way up yeah. to them <clears throat> Brian gets up there. I'm working my way up, and I'm the whole time I'm like, "Oh, please let him be full curl. <laughs> please let him be full curl." I mean, I'm still questioning myself. Like, it's done now. I'm screwed. Like, this is it. Either he's good or he's not. Like, I've done the deed. That doesn't go away. And I'm working up to in. him. I'm working up to him. And he's like, "Oh, he's legal. Don't worry about it. He's great. He's good." I'm like, "Man, I don't know." And I grab him, and I'm turning him, and I'm like, "Okay, yeah, yeah, that side makes it." You know, "Oh, yeah, you know, that side's good." And all right, but yours is awesome because his is just his had just really nice flare out, like just stuck out, like uh-huh. just one of those instantly recognizable. Yeah, like, you don't have to think about it. So I'm thinking, like, "Oh, yeah, awesome. We'll go check yours out." Checked them out. Took pictures. Well, the other Rams, the other seven Rams were probably 100 yards from us, and they stood there for hours just watching us. I don't know if these sheep had seen people, honestly. And the drainage that we were in, uh, I, I really don't know if they've – they just Anything's possible. didn't know what to do. Yeah. And I know when lead rams go down, a lot of times the sheep will hang out and check it out, but they really – Usually were, not for terribly Not for no. hours. I mean, it was just it – was, it was amazing. In fact, we have pictures where they're just standing there while we're posing, you know, with our trophy pictures. And anyhow, there was one more ram in there that was probably the twin brother of his, but was broomed on one yeah. side. Great rams. Uh, so <clears throat> he promised his boy he was gonna give him a get a full body mount. Oh, <laughs> yeah, nice. That's yeah. pretty cool. Yeah, 
Yeah, it is pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> if you're not the one packing the It is pretty cape, awesome. Yeah. I always figured that was for people who had guides. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Packers. You know? <laughs> Packers, yeah. yeah, man. So anyhow, like, all right. I'd study up. I've skinned quite a few animals over the time, so I'm, I'm feeling pretty good. I checked out some videos of just to see what their techniques were because I haven't done a case skin fox and stuff, yeah. but, you know, I've never done a big animal. <clears throat> so we decided it was getting pretty late. We decided... I was going to gut mine out. We'd leave this hole. There was four inches of snow on the ground. We're yeah. up at the top and seen predators. I mean, we're just going to leave them here, come back up in the morning, and have all day to just take care of them properly. <clears throat> As we're leaving to go back down, one of us mentioned, uh, do you think they'll be covered up in the morning? Because we left our GPSs. We yeah. left. Our, I mean, like yeah. everything was down with all our gear. Yeah, I thought maybe it'd be cover up with snow. Ah, nah, that'll be fine, you know. We got them, they're laying here, legs sticking up, whatever, you know. It's it's all good. So we get back down to our bivvies that night. We're jacked, you know. We text people, Frank and stuff. Hey, Rams down, two Rams down, this and that. And it was awesome. He was letting me know at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> so that night, <clears throat> that night, I got a good lesson in why you go synthetic. Oh, yeah? That night... My bivy was was in ended up being in a pool of water, which I didn't realize until about two in the morning, because I thought I was just jacked from killing my first ram. Right, like I would thought I was just like I can't fall asleep. I can't fall asleep. Like oh my god. And then by about two in the morning, I realized like no, I'm I'm wet. Like I I'm not cold, but I'm wet. Like just feels nasty because I had I had one of those inertia extra light frame uh blow up mattresses yeah and then uh closed cell foam that i that i took with me but i had them like reversed around so it was letting all the water pool in oh. and just sit there so it was just soaking my gear like just i was wet all night like on the verge of shivering but not sure it was it was a miserable night anyhow i woke up or i got up at three because i had to take a leak unzip my bivy and there's eight inches of snow covering us so I get out, take a leak, get back in. We get up the next morning. I finally got like maybe, I don't know, maybe an hour. <clears throat> um, next morning. <laughs> Brian's kind of a, when he, when he shows up to the site, he's kind of the guy that just like blows up over the site. There's gear everywhere, you know, like it's not, not and I'm <laughs> kind of like me. I, I kind of <laughs> gathered everything in, tuck some here under this and tuck some under that. He's trying to have take, an idea He's digging through the are. snow to find all his stuff. Yeah, so <laughs> the next morning he's like a blind man out there with his walking sticks, like <laughs> shuffling through everything. So he found everything, amazingly. So then we had to go up to get the sheep. And uh, we're working our way up. And about where we think we're halfway, it's white out. Like socked in on top of white snow white out you can't tell what's up and down left and right but we feel safe we don't have gps coordinates so we're like well this kind of sucks because we're gonna end up just walking more than we want to to find these guys again but where we're at the drains we were we're like sheer sheer cliffs from the from the top ridges down so you were going to walk into a wall if you went too far one way or the other Mm -hmm. you just work around to them so it looks like we've got pictures of it. it looks like we're on an Antarctic expedition. Like just white. Like it's terrible. Get up there. It's taking us forever because we thought we were over here, but really we were over there, you know, just just it was bad. It was frustrating. You know. I got 
take a piss on the side <laughs> of the boat here. <laughs> and uh, <clears throat> eventually it cleared up like at the perfect time, just enough to give us like a glimpse of clear sky, like a like it opened up for us, and boom, there's a leg sticking up. Oh, oh. He, he had his leg yeah, yeah, propped nice. up. Yeah. Nice. And so we walked over to him, got him, uh, <clears throat> got him all caped out. Didn't take too terribly long doing the full body, actually. I was pretty impressed with how quick that went. And we ended up using the, uh, using a method where you just kind of work your fist down underneath the skin, huh. between the skin and the meat. Did you dorsal cut him? Just free up the legs, but you just, just kind of roll it roll it through. And Did you dorsal cut him? Dorsal cut him, Nice. Yep. yep. And uh, actually actually came apart pretty pretty well, pretty easy. Nice. So we got him cut up, meat, meat boned out, all that stuff, and start working our way down the mountain well we both got a sheep on our back mm-hmm. i've got my cape and horns uh we didn't i didn't skin out the heads then we just wanted to get down to our base camp you know yeah and brian's got a full sheep plus his full body cape on his back heavy <laughs> and we're walking they were like basketball sized boulders that we were coming down oh. it was pretty scary covered in snow. stuff covered in snow eight yeah. inches of snow on top of it and uh at one point at one point, I got, uh, I just, I was debating whether I roll the pack, just let it go to where it's going to stop down there and then go to it. I've watched that happen. It doesn't or, always work out very well. No. <laughs> or just keep going like I was, like, you know, you walking stick, step, roll yep. it around, question if your knee's going to blow out, go for it, go to the next one. Or it's the third cheap. option, which was sit on your ass and just go for a ride. And I figured... There's a good chance I break my leg, but I'd rather break it that way as opposed to just blowing it out sideways while standing on it. So I sat down and slid down through a bunch of stuff. <laughs> Rock enemas, you know, man, just getting sliced up and oh cut up. Like God. I didn't care at that point. <laughs> it was like, let's just like get okay, off got of my sheep. And then we got down to the the grassier stuff, and then it was nice. Then the snow was awesome. Like loved it because then you just sit down and ride it out, like skate down. But yeah, that was it, man. We we put them in the creek, washed the blood out, and hung up the meat. Spent the night and then uh, took a couple trips back and forth to get them out and came home. Uh, it was amazing. Awesome rams. First rams. Uh, Both of your first? Yeah. His two. Wow, yeah. nice. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the dandy rams for they were first or 15th. Basically, yeah. both of them were 40 yeah. inches. It just had to have... <laughs> To have, you know, rams of that caliber running together, too, yeah. drop them right next to each uh, other. I mean, it's a whole other thing that is bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was storybook. But, but I, I like to feel like as at happy least as I, I am some, for you. I put bullshit. some dues in. It wasn't my first go. You know, I feel like oh, I, yeah. I, I oh, put a little bit of time on sure. it. You know? Absolutely. Yeah. You know, I, I, so anyhow, but that comes off the back of all these guys that helped me out early on. You know, I don't. I'm nobody. I'm nothing special. I'm not super hunter. I'm not well, neither, mountain man. None of that stuff. But neither any of us. Just kind of picking off, <laughs> picking off knowledge and, and learning things and taking things in. And, and we all just uh, love hunting. It, yeah, know, just being out uh, there. You don't have to. If you're out there trying to prove something, you're right. doing it for the wrong reason. Just go have fun. And so I was telling Frank, <laughs> I got home, and like a week later, I was telling my wife. I said, I don't want to sound. This sounds terrible. I hate even saying this. But I feel almost disappointed because I didn't get my sheep hunting, I felt like. Like, because it happened so fast. I mean, it was six six or seven days we were out there, but it was just, like, 
constant stuff yeah, but going if you on. Count up all the years. <laughs> yeah, it's like yeah. you definitely got no, your sheep on. No, that's you true. Know? No, I mean, and I, yeah. I don't. I'm. No, I don't mean to sound like I'm not appreciative that I that it made it happen, but it made me realize I had this epiphany that it wasn't really the harvesting that made it for me. It was it was just being out there and just taking it in. And yeah. I missed the days of like taking a day and just like taking in the vastness, like just. It's, I don't know, man. It's if I church. could, if I could, you know, take my animal that I'm after on the last day of every hunt right. that I go on, I'd be a happy camper, yep. right? Like yep. you got yeah. the full yep. experience and everything, but there's also yep. something nice about shooting one. Oh, there's a couple. There's days. nothing wrong with it. I'm <laughs> well, not gonna it's, lie. It's, I'm not gonna I don't lie. know. Makes it me sound good. like an asshole because then you know after what after no yeah it was after 15 and 2015 2016 like we freaking busted our asses. Me and Frank hunting. Yeah. 16, I didn't even. I passed myself out of shooting one that year. <laughs> and then 17, you know, 10th, bam, 11th, bam. I'm like, this is how it's supposed to be, Frank. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> when it works out, it's great. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I appreciate that. I think that's awesome. And everyone hopes for that. Like, right, like everything works and you get them. Yeah. Yeah. But I also come to appreciate the the experience, the adventure of yep. it. The, well, I just know. had oh, this yeah. conversation with Jay at work the other day. I was like, if you're in it for the killing, you're in it for the wrong right. thing because the killing is like such a small part of Once you shoot when it's over, the, you know? The, well, it's like moose hunt, hunting too. You know? Like, I don't want to kill a moose There's on the first so I want to kill a moose on the first awesome. I want to kill one in my backyard. I don't know about you guys. You can have all the 60 inches, 70 inches, whatever you want. I want to kill a bull in my backyard. That's I, my dream bull. I, my only I moose is in my backyard. Is it really? <laughs> yeah. I, I concur with that. I shot one of my dad's <laughs> backyard that's trying to. That's like my, he got one that's in, my ultimate bull in my dad's backyard trying to hump his 3D elk target. Oh, man. That's awesome. Walk out the back door, white T-shirt, and didn't even have my boots laced up because you know, <laughs> don't get me wrong. Up, I like moose yeah. hunting. Strung up one of my dad's recurves, and I'm like, "Where's I, where's your broadheads?" You know, <laughs> like just handed me a couple arrows and walk out fun. there. And, like I walked you up, take the like, first shot at the 3D target to make sure you're dialed in, <laughs> <laughs> and then shoot the moose. That's well, I walked out there, and I'm like, I I gave him a couple grunts, and I'm just like rocking back and forth, and he like. He got all ha- well, and there's like 15 people inside watching this because we were having like a bar, well, a barbecue. It was a little chilly, so everyone was inside. So no pressure at all. <laughs> no pressure at all. And somewhere, my little sister people. got it on video, and she says, "That moose is going to stomp him because it like he got I got about 10 yards from him. He got all hackled up, and yeah. I had to like shuffle around him to get a broadside shot. But I will concur, man. That's pretty fucking awesome." You know, shoot him. He runs like 20 <laughs> yards up in the woods, tips over, you yank the guts out, yard him out on the lawn with the four-wheeler, <laughs> got it spread out your tarp, you back the truck up, throw the quarters in there. <laughs> hey, look, I am not ashamed. I am fat and lazy. I'll take it like that anytime. I, when I need to, I'll put it on. But, man, that would be, that's my dream moose, man. Backyard, just step out on the deck and let it rip. But, no, we have good times. like the moose hunt. Uh, same thing though, moose hunting. I I I'd rather be out there for whatever time we decided we were going to be out there. Even if we got the moose, like I just I just want to be out. Stick there. it out, yeah. I just want to be out there, man. If you especially if you got decent weather, man, that's such a cool time a nice of year. Nice camp and yeah. stuff to be like, out. Comfortable, you can sleep yeah. good each night because mm-hmm. there's a lot of downtime right. moose season. I mean, right. sure, yeah. you're in camp for fuck, more than twelve hours probably. Well, no, probably not so much, but then. not quite. But yeah, I mean, you hunt in the morning, in the evening. Yeah. 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 Yep, I don't know. That's that's another thing, man. I learned up here in my experience 
I went from hard charging and go over every hill, chase everything you see, <laughs> chase caribou for miles and miles and miles and all that stuff. It's like, let me stop you at Chase Caribou. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If you ever get that idea in your head, try it. Just once. That's all it takes. Just yeah. one time. Well, it's, it. it's funny, man, because it was, it was, I think it was two years before that I came, that we, you know, we got back up here and it's, it's a different world, man. Yeah. And if all you've done is like lower 48 yeah. type hunting, it if is just going to be different. Done is hunting like east of Colorado your whole yeah, life, and right. then you never did anything out west. Coming up here is a is a real freaking eye opener. But if you've done some stuff out west, I mean, it's it's it's, it's a lot closer. It's a lot closer. And, and if you if you're successful out west, and you come up here, you, you're going to be successful as well. As long sure, as but it's can. not a, a farm field that you're you know you're riding no, your truck out saying, to. Like, if you go east to Colorado, <laughs> I mean, you're right. talking way different. Right. But but you know all the stuff I had. Well, I had even that's where I mean that's where I grew up was Colorado, and it was like. You know, and now it's a lot more popular to do the, you know, backpack, like sure. camping, Go hunt. hunting, yeah, you know, it's like that. we'd most of the time just leave. I can't think of a single time. Of course, I was a kid yeah. where we like camped and hunted. We never camped. It was like you could always get there wherever you were hunting. Like just leave what pack of Wisconsin go, and just go out to your stand. <laughs> yeah. And then you come in after the morning and you go to the tavern. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> go there. And then you go back out for your afternoon sit and that was that. I mean you took an hour. I, I I've got family back in South Dakota and I try to get back there quite a bit. My goal has always been to arrow and arrow a deer down there because the area they're in that just not many people archery hunt because it's freaking South Dakota. It's flat <laughs> and far away. <clears throat> so I want to arrow a deer, there, and I want to throw it on my back and walk it into town. Like that is my goal. <laughs> yeah. I just want to blow their minds with that whole concept. Like just because you know, it's like this is a moose quarter I'm carrying. Yeah, town, exactly. You know? I don't know. I or I, like, I, well, you I, start like gutting skin and quarter. What are you doing? <laughs> yeah. A lot of those states, you got to bring them out whole. Yeah. Know? In or Vermont, have every in Vermont, piece where with I grew you. up, you have to bring moose out whole. That, yeah, that oh, yeah. blows my mind. Yeah. I did that once. <clears throat> we got lucky enough to get one once so we could Jeez. get it on a trailer and take it back. It was awesome. <clears throat> that was almost <laughs> as good as shooting it in the backyard. Not quite as cool, but it was <laughs> Well, right remember, that, remember that little bull that when we were coming back in 16 from sheep hunting, it was moose <laughs> season. It's not quite dark, and we're pulling around. And I think literally we could – it was a little forky – I think we could have shot this. If you jump out and shot this, get off the road and shoot this bull in the head, I think we could have, like, winched him up on the four-wheeler trailer. I'm sm- I was smoked. Tyler's yeah, like, we're driving like, oh, man, I wish I had my moose harvest card. I was like, <laughs> I, I have mine. He's like, starts putting on the brakes. I was like, don't even think about it. I'm not dealing with a fucking moose right now. No way. Yeah. <clears throat> That's how we were coming out of sheep, too, this year. So we got our sheep. We got back to our machines on way back down the machines. Look across the valley. There's a bull there that's easily over 60. Just a, just a bomber. Nice you know? one, huh? And there's another one that was like 50 below him, and the 50 looked like he was tiny. You know? Isn't that funny how so just depending on the situation, yeah. it's like yeah, I don't care. Well, like like caribou. There's guys that would sell their left nut for any like decent looking caribou. Well, I got on video when we're packing your ram back to the tent. Down the hill, big old bull, huge bull, huge bull caribou. I mean. Yeah, I don't know, score-wise, but he's a big frame, big, wide, tall bull. Really nice caribou, yeah. Yeah. So I ain't packing one out. Well, I would do it for a million bucks, but yeah. I'm not. Once Brian looks at me, he goes, what do you think? Because he, he has never hit over the 60 mark. 
that's his big mark. I I don't care if it's meat, it's meat. I, I mean, yeah. I would don't get me wrong. I'll take a trophy if it gives me a chance. But at this point in time, we're completely buttholed from carrying these sheep out. Like it's been miserable snowing on us, freaking crappy. Like just let's just get home. Let's just go home. We're this close to our machines. There's our final push down. Looking back on it, I'm like, oh, man, we should have shot that. Thing. Yeah, <laughs> hindsight. Why didn't we do <laughs> that? Well, man, we had all good. the time in the world. What the yeah. hell were we thinking? But uh, I don't know. That's <clears throat> going in. That's always the debate. I'm I'm an opportunistic hunter too, right? Like yeah. I always have everything in my pocket because you never know. Yeah, I got all my tags. But when it comes to <laughs> that <sheep>, guy, <laughs> when it comes to sheep, I will not shoot a caribou when I'm on a sheep hunt. No, I won't do it. No, you have to approach, you know, sheep hunting especially, you have to approach it as a sheep hunt only. Yep. You can get sidetracked real quick. Especially up here when you got bear tags in your pocket, wolf yep. tags in your pocket, most likely Everything. caribou, probably a moose tag if you go yeah. a little bit later. I mean, yep. all it takes is one extra animal and your sheep hunt's over with. And over. There's a number of people I know that have went sheep hunting and shot a bear or whatever, and right. now you got to worry about that. you, you got to take care of it, yeah. you got to monitor it, yeah. So that was my criteria with Brian on on that is I had a bear tag and all that stuff and I said if he's on the trail on the way back out we could flop him in the machine I'm yeah. all for it man but other than that get that mic a little closer oh, sorry <clears throat> yeah I don't know just uh, yeah I don't know you kind of got to be on a mission with those just the logistics are totally different too. oh you do I mean you it's know? priorities you can you just can't right. you can only do so much you can only make so many trips. Right out of you know like where we've seen that big bull caribou yeah it would be possible but you shoot a big body caribou <laughs> it may take you with your gear it'll take you three trips yeah i mean me you know two people wait they come that caribou? big that's a yeah that's a they come that big oh, the yeah. ones i've <laughs> shot are like put it in the backpack and roll <laughs> out. i've shot a few where two people are i mean it's a pretty nice they come load. in the extra large size yeah. do they really yeah. yeah oh see this is news to me i've been up here a long time i've only shot the ones that have antlers that are like 12 inches you the know? little dr seuss they're so <laughs> you know what though they're are are so tender yeah. Woo. tell you what the, like that the babies i don't care they're that delicious. bull i shot last year um and it was right, it was October 21st or whatever, or not too long after the rut. That's been good, man. I had, I finally got that grill and uh, one of them pellet grills, and I'd been saving because I got that, my bandsaw cut up a bunch of T-bones. They're like miniature T-bones. They're like that big. So you got like backstrap and tenderloin on either side of the bone. And it's a pretty good eating bull, man, for... For for a pretty big bull, how's that? How's that grill? Have you smoked with it or anything like that? Uh, I smoked a rack of uh, rack of moose ribs, and yeah. it was freaking phenomenal. I've been looking at them, and I've been I almost pulled the trigger several several times, but I kind of want the you know little yeah. Package. It's like the one I got's a camp chef, and it's it's freaking awesome. Like I love it. Everything maybe it's because I I haven't had a grill in a little while. Like much longer than well, that. Those things are yet. way better than just the regular grill. I mean, oh yeah, can, the the meat well, on that tastes phenomenal. They're easy, you know. You gotta like keep your pellets dry and everything like that. But you're still getting like hardwood smoke. It's not like propane. And the way they're set up now, it's so easy. Just it keeps you just turn it to the temperature you want. Yeah. <clears throat> you know, cool. and like that smoking those moose ribs. I mean, they you could still taste the tallow like get a little windy they taste they taste like moose ribs still but 
But man, it was freaking good. That's awesome. So yeah, I for my limited experience with them, I think they're I think they're pretty awesome. Yeah. Definitely taste good. Been making. <clears throat> we're running low, like we're scaring me because my well, here's how it goes in my house. Like <laughs> you know, last year you're going moose hunting again this year. Well, yeah, it's September. I'm going moose hunting. <laughs> well, we have a ton of meat so i can get rid of the meat in a hurry like well remember i gave away that was it must have been like 70 pounds frank oh yeah the burger big old box yeah and now like i was like all it takes is one year not shooting one and you're freaking yeah living pretty skinny that 70 pounds back yeah i wish maybe they've still got some (laughs) could you get that back you know i'm I'm not the smartest guy in the world nick but it is a bitch to catch fish with your bait hanging two inches above I've the I've already water. caught a fish. Yeah, I'm happy. Oh, <laughs> yep. He went there. Yeah. You'd say you're done. You quit yep. her after one. One and done. Quit well, on I top, mean, man. If, if you guys were hauling them in left and right, I'd, I'd have my line in the water, too. Like, well, this passive like, fishing is exhausting. Get that in the water. Nick said he don't you like fishing. He likes water. catching, so he just waits till, till the action picks up. Tell you, anybody that knows me will know that that is true. I don't give a shit about fishing. <laughs> but, boy, you, you turn the bite on, he turns into a... I like catching. I love it. Yeah. I don't like sitting here just jigging. <laughs> but uh, all you got to do is like, sit on the bottom. It's not yeah. difficult. <laughs> it's exhausting. Like, you act like it's like major difficulty. <gasps> like all exasperated. Oh, you got. See, that's why. <laughs> you got a big old That's all awesome. I wanted to do is get you fouled up on something. Yeah, that's it's your not. hook. <laughs> oh. oh, broke or loose. We're good. Oh, that's a nice piece of wood. It's a Macedon bone. Could bring I think. it over to Temple's fire. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, so I'm stoked. Yeah, you guys are getting all geared up for for bear. Oh shit, yeah, man. But yeah, I was going with that. As the freezer's pretty empty. Like I got, eh, I probably got 15, 20 pounds of moose burger left. I've been making teriyaki bur- moose burgers on that oh, yeah. grill. Oh, nice, good stuff. But yeah, yeah. it's a scary sight. Never like to see that when your freezer starts. You can see the back of it. You know? Yeah, it's like, ooh. I got three of them. <laughs> so, one's, one's kind of the dedicated, like, dirty stuff, sure. animal freezer. Or, but, uh, yeah, I think I've about decided the first first non-cub <laughs> black bear that shows up is going right on the smoker. <laughs> nice. Good idea. Well, you doing any of that this year, Seth? I'm not. I haven't for a few years. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I when I got up here, I was hard charging. It was every weekend or whatever. I was always yeah. doing something all year, like nonstop. And I haven't. I don't. I, well, I've got kids now, and I love them to death. And I take them out to do things. And I'll take my daughter out, and maybe we'll camp out and see if we can catch a bear crossing somewhere or something like that. But uh, they're still fairly young, so you can't. Can't be too involved. Yeah, you know, can't be too strenuous. Cause you got to try to keep it fun. Yeah, they got to be happy, right? Uh, so that's my excuse right now. I, just using it as an excuse. Uh, well, I mean, <laughs> I don't know. It, 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 it changes. It does change things quite a bit. Having kids, sure. I've discovered. But I just uh, the areas I used to bait in and the guys I used to bait with. Uh, you know, I we haven't just haven't done it. The areas kind of get overrun. You know, I, the areas around here, if they're within a couple hours tend to like you could have a spot where you're not really bothered and then there's like a fun it's almost like a link cycle 
Yeah. Right? <laughs> and right? sudden, an boom. up year and a down year, right? I mean, like so I mean well, that's downswing. that's kind of like where one of my spots is. La- yeah, well, for a few years, there you, were you know. guys. Is my I my uncle gave it to me, and you know, counting the time he had it, we've probably run that thing for thirty years, and never really had much issue. There's one other group of guys that kind of hunted in that general area, but what three or you know four or five years ago, then I. The years go so quick. No, it's been about that. It's long. been about that long. Some guys showed up like really close to it, and I I went over and told them. I'm like, hey, you know, just so you know, I'm like right there, and I wasn't gonna tell them to move because it's, <laughs> you know, they're no, legally fine. Sure. I just kind of being let them know, and then they, I don't know if they've been in there every year, but they were in there last year, and then there was another guy moved his basically right across the river. <clears throat> um, so we'll see. I mean, I'm just still gonna keep it. It's. It's a good spot, but it, it gets a little frustrating, but I know what you mean because sometimes it'll seem like there's just people everywhere and then yeah. you'll get some quiet years. It's almost like <clears throat> it's almost like the wrong guy goes out nearby, a buddy shows him. Freaking tells everybody. They all go back, tells everybody, hey, they, some beers, bears got pulled out here. Then the next year they flock to that area. Yeah. And then if they don't do so well, it might take a year or two and – They'll give it a go, but then they just kind of they go to the next spot and go to the next spot, and that's cool. That's fine. Each your own. I mean, if it's a good just, spot and you're persistent, you're still going to have yeah, an opportunity. I think sure. also that's that's kind of sure. the just like sheep hunting or anything else. You know, if you're being persistent and like sticking with it, yeah. there's a lot of like toe dippers out there. Yeah. You know, I but. think it's real easy to throw out a bait, and then I was, right. oh, there's gonna be bears all over. All right, every time we go, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, it's no. just, just. No, not. I mean, shit, we 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 sit and not see bears. Oh, a lot of times, it happens <clears throat> all the time. Yeah, <laughs> I sat on, we had a stand for quite a while, and hadn't I hadn't killed Me. a bear yet on it, and uh, <laughs> finally, it was late June. Uh, we got an offer to fly out to a guy's cabin mm-hmm. with him, uh, and uh, we went out there, and we went to go drop a pile driver off at someone else's cabin, something, jumped on the four-wheeler, and like, hey, just grab the the cabin rifle, you know, just to take with us. I'm like, okay, and I always have tags on me, because like I said, you never know what's yeah. going to happen. <laughs> Anyhow, and I'd been talking to him. I, yeah, you know, it's kind of frustrating. Spent a lot of time and a lot of money, and you know, I, I've got bears around. I know they're there. I just haven't figured it out. You know, it's still learning. And and we go out, drop this thing off, and we're on our way back, and we stop to pick berries because the blueberries had just started to turn out there. Uh, <clears throat> so we stopped, jumped off the machines. The machines are running, and uh, we're picking berries, picking berries. And like I said, I'm a little bit deaf. And he's he's an older fella, and and he's like Seth, Seth. <laughs> I, finally, I heard it. I'm like, oh, what? There's a bear right there. <laughs> this bear was walking down the trail towards our four wheelers, like just not a care in the world, man. Just walking right to us, you know. He's like, shoot it. Well, he was between me and the bear. <laughs> I'm like, well, I can't. He's like, just shoot it. And he's leaning over. And, oh man, <laughs> oh man, I can't. So finally, I get into a spot where I, I shoot him and. I, I take the shot, take the shot, and the bear takes off, pew, like spins around three times and runs <laughs> off. I'm like, 
whoa, what happened? <laughs> you know, like, I'm, I'm pretty sure I got him. He's like, <laughs> what, what happened? <laughs> I'm like, I, I, think I, I think I killed him. I mean, it felt good. I don't know this rifle at all. It's a cabin rifle. He's <laughs> like, I think you hit it in the foot. I'm like, what? It was like 30 yards. Like, I, I don't think, no, I'm pretty sure you hit it in the foot. Well, to back this all up, this is Chuck Gray, and I don't know if you're familiar with him. I don't think but, I know him. Uh, he is a long time like master guide. Yeah, uh, he's in the one. Uh, not this is my Alaska or whatever. The video when they're up flying wolves and all that stuff. Oh, it was he in the, in the shite with Scheibel? Yeah, and so oh, okay. he's he's like a master guide. Like this guy knows his stuff, right? And I'm this rookie, don't know anything. <laughs> I just shot this bear at thirty yards, and apparently I hit him in the foot. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm he thinking to myself, impressive. well, this sucks, you know, because it ran off. I can't see where it went. I'm wearing Crocs, khaki shorts, and a fishing shirt because that's what we were there for. And I've got this rifle that I'm not familiar with. Well, I better go find it. Okay. So I start walking off in my Crocs, under the tundra, and the crap. And uh, a quarter of my eye just caught black. There it was dead, like... 30 yards away, heart shot, dead, yeah. you know. Nice, but nice. he was just dead certain that I hit him in the foot, you know. And I I, I don't know. I never <laughs> shot a bear before. It was my first bear, you know. So anyhow, so that's my African safari bear. I've got a picture of him with my Crocs and my <laughs> khaki shorts nice. and all that stuff. Yeah, pretty crazy. But then, and then baiting the one time, set up on my bait. I'm going to put the time in this year. I'm just going to go spend a week. I'm taking a week off work. I'm going to go sit it, like, because they're there. I've got the video of them or pictures of them, you know, and, like, I've got them. They're there. Just every time I sit, it seems like they just don't come in. Like, screw it. I'm going to sleep in the damn, damn uh, uh, stand, and and it's going to happen. Same sort of thing. Like, yeah. It's going to happen. I'm just going to sit here. So I pack up. I had a, like, $200 cab over camper that I bought, <laughs> you know, like an old 1972, barely held together, packed the sucker <laughs> full, four-wheeler on, all this gear, said goodbye to the wife, got up there, got set up. It was pretty late. It was probably midnight, one by the time I got everything set up. And I'm like, well, I'm just going to go top it off, you know, and I'll come back tomorrow and start sitting. So I got out there, and of course, top it off. Check the f- check the camera. I'm like, oh, bear's been in. Oh, well, I'm here. I got I got to sit. I mean, you can't not <laughs> yeah. sit. I mean, it's time. So I get up in the stand. I'm sitting there. An hour later, this bear walks in. Shoot it. Boom. Done. Roll it up. Pack it up. Roll home. <laughs> like it finally took all time off. You know, like finally took the time to like do it. And boom, it's done and over with. So super happy it happened, but. Man, not at all what you're expecting. It seems what? like you pack for 30 days and you need one. <laughs> yeah. You know? Well, it's funny. I don't know. Bear bait. I imagine it's kind of like like guy, guys that have never done it. It's like if you threw me like in Illinois or something like, oh, here's go a good whitetail, whitetail property. Yeah. Go get them. I would have no idea. Like, yeah. It's just a, a totally a different process and learn it's not as simple as, you know, is just go throw some throw some food out and then go back a week later and shoot them. That's just not how it right, works. Right. <laughs> That'd be cool. <laughs> That'd be cool. Sometimes. Sometimes it does, but usually that's when you put in a lot of, like, yeah. it takes a lot of time to get to that point. Um, yeah, sure. So are you going <clears throat> are you going Stone Point again? Or? Yeah, for the grizzly bear. Yep. Um, yep. I got to finish that little bit of business. Um, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna try to shoot 
I'd like to get at least three blackbirds this year. <laughs> yeah, that'd be nice. Just go ham sauce. <laughs> I'd on like them. three too. Now that you mentioned. It. <laughs> <laughs> well, our plans. Would... You taking orders or? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, if if I've got to I'm wish, taking. You know. I'm gonna go yeah. for four then. Nice. We're putting orders in. Nice. <laughs> well, five then. <laughs> right. Might as well just go for the. We're gusto. Part of yeah. I mean, some of where we're gonna be hunting, you can kill five. So we'll just see how that goes it it should be fun it should be a good spring oh, i always lot. look forward to this time of year it's just it's just nice it's really nice oh yeah you've been oh. cooped up all winter weather's I mean, nice yeah. it's nice being outside it's everything the about it's, it's awesome. the beginning i know it's the beginning. It's a little primer you know yeah. you and you blink your eyes action. and it's sheep season right. yeah it's what happens and then you realize you're fat still yep <laughs> it's gonna hurt <laughs> well it's funny the other old well, couple weeks ago what, were you guys giving you a hard time about smoking the cigarettes? You're like, I ran seven miles today. What'd you do? I'm like, nothing. <laughs> <laughs> nothing. I ran seven miles today smoking cigarettes the entire time. You know, I used to have a first sergeant that he'd, he'd smoke right before we ran, and he'd first thing he did when he was done it was smoke a cigarette and drink a Diet Coke. Man. And he'd, he was beating all of us. We were, you know, 20, 21, and that fucker on, on a mission. Yeah. yeah. But just rubbing salt in the wound. He's like, <laughs> you guys can't keep up, and I smoke a pack a day. Oh, he smoked probably three packs Late. a day. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah. He was oh, nice. He was one of my buddies from college up here, he's moved out, but uh, Josh Frazier, he was, he's a good dude. He was in the Marine Corps, and he was talking, yeah, yeah, we'd, so I think I'm tough now. I said, we used to. Used to do PT tests, hung over with like <laughs> do a four, you know, however many mile run with red, you know, a wad full of red man. <laughs> Oof, no, no thanks. <laughs> I supposedly, yeah, some of them, it seems like there's just some of them old guys, you got like the old man toughness or whatever. My old story with my grandpa was he was in airborne school or whatever was got to the last week and it was in like 1943 or 44 <laughs> the last week and however they were shipping guys out they had a, a backup so they didn't need as many people as they so they had to it. delay them a you know a cycle or whatever and so i guess they had the whoever was in charge so all right well we're gonna go for a run today and if you fall out you start over they said by they ran all day long and so at the end of it was him and two other guys, oh. and the and you know their sergeant or whatever, yeah. whoever was leading. It was the, the only guys that passed. Everyone else had to start over. He said the, the only reason he did is because there was no way he was doing it again. <laughs> <laughs> no, nope, don't miss that stuff, Frank. Yeah, you're killing it over here, man. I know, the fish you're like are so crazy. focused. You're yeah. lasered in I on just, your line. Like. I just wound mine in. Put it in the back of the boat. They're just jumping in the boat. You don't even need your fishing rod. <clears throat> this place sucks. This is pretty lame. You moved us to the gar hole. <laughs> I know. I took us away from the fish. <laughs> Let's fire the boat up and move somewhere. Yeah. Why do we buzz up there or putts up there 100 yards or so and try it? Up? Yeah. Yeah. I like that. I mean, well, Temple, they nailed, you know, we, all the action was up there. Yeah. All three fish. Yeah, we can keep rolling while killing I, it. That's what. You, that's why you get a four-stroke, so you don't have to cut <laughs> off the recording. Mister Mookie will pull that anchor up. Oh, I love driving a riverboat, man. Oh, 
so much fun. It's nice to be on the soft water. Oh, yeah. Like just, yeah, it's that time. It's that time. Especially some of those afternoons where it's actually warm. You All get, right. like. Awkward silent moment. Try not to. Little silent moment in the. <laughs> Podcast. Hook any one of them dangling. I'll do do some. Did you trolling. wind yours in? Yeah, I did. Oh, do you want me to hold this? Yeah, sure. Got it. Out there trolling for belugas. Yeah. Yeah. It was funny, wasn't it? It wasn't like a couple weeks after I got this four stroke put on here. We're up like running with my dad, and every time he's got to fire his boat up to reposition, I'm like fucking two strokes. Yeah, so obnoxious. loud. Yeah, <laughs> so loud. Yeah. I do love this time of year, though. You get outside and you can smell. It's bear baiting. Like you oh, can yeah. smell it, man. Yeah, you can smell the trees. Yeah. You smell everything again. Yeah. What does it? It's what like, I really? What does it for me? Is uh, that first like evening late? Because like right now it's getting dark, like eleven thirty or so. But that you first time you like walk out in the evening. And uh, sorry, I'm like throwing her in reverse. Put it right. Uh, I you was gonna say go out in the middle, but whatever. This is good. <laughs> I'll cast up on the bank. <laughs> I don't mind. You walk. You uh, walk out in the evening, and whatever those birds are that you they, you only hear them like right in the dead of night. You know, like right yeah. like oh. ten thirty or so when the woods are all going to sleep and the oh. bears start moving. I'm not much of a birder, so I usually direct that those questions to Doctor Schultz. I think that that's a varied thrush. But don't quote with me red on. on them. Don't. What's that? They're the ones with red. Ah, uh, they're orange and black orange. and white. Yeah. They're mostly orange and black. But don't don't quote me on that. No. No, I don't know. That's yeah. Spring, spring smells. Fall. Start smelling anise. the cranberries. Cranberries. Oh, <laughs> little <man>. anise. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Little anise. <laughs> little rotten, rotten fish. Some beaver. Skins, yeah. anise. Beaver yeah. cast. Sign me up. <laughs> yeah. Which Nothing Mr. Like Mookie's informed me has informed me that he he bought a new landing net after I, throwing half of mine in the river. Well, last I figure year. we're gonna need it. Uh, we are gonna on need Sunday. it. Sunday. Yep. I hope we're gonna need it. We've got beavers to land. Yep. It makes it a lot easier than trying to, like, <laughs> grab them by the foot. <laughs> I actually, the, when I was going through photos today, I have pictures from that trip when me, you, and Garrett went up Oh, there. that was a hoot. And man. I didn't realize how many beavers we shot. We there. shot a shitload. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Until I went through the photos, I'm like, man, we, yeah, we, that was pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Well, then... And Nick's like, I'll bring my special 22 ammo. Special. <laughs> I didn't say nothing. I didn't know what it was. I was like, I'll bring my gun. So here, last year, yeah. <laughs> that shit was low. So last year low. we come. We was come, that last year? It was last year. Last spring? Yeah. So we go, we yeah. go up there. And yeah, it was, wasn't it? Evening, the, we're starting to see beavers and pull over, and I like, you know, pull up with this one. I think he was like sitting in the mud, just in like the shallow water next to the bank. Shut the boat off. Drifting by. Nick's got his 22 and you hear 
And then, like, this little splash, like, three feet under that beaver. Yeah. And he's like, what the heck? Are. It's like a little semi-auto. A semi-auto and <laughs> Dalog is like, what the fuck are you shooting, Nick? <laughs> Rip, you know, some, I think, did we even kill that one? I don't remember. I'm sure we did, but I not, shot with that, not with that gun. Yeah, I don't know. I remember one of them. You guys are just flailing hard, and I had to rip I out sh- the mag and just. I took your your rifle and shot that beaver that you were shooting yeah. at. Yeah. Anyway, that's so much fun. Like, that's that's a highly underrated it's a good time. Excuse me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like fun. That's something I've never done. Um, oh yeah, there. It sounds like a blast. I always thought it'd be pretty cool to go chase them around. What's really tricky is being by yourself, and then you got to get the boat up, yeah, no. shut it off, shoot them, start the boat, drive over there, and scoop them up before they sink. So we never shot them, but I had a buddy that we <laughs> we'd go on little float trips. And he always made it his mission to try to grab one. And he'd sneak up, and a couple times he'd catch him by the tail. Jeez, that's <laughs> not. <laughs> yeah. I bet they come alive when you get them. Oh, old. yeah. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. Yeah. Yeah. They're pretty little amazing. suckers, huh? right. Yep. He's also the guy that caught a muskrat one time and had it in his bathtub at a party. Oh. And uh, he was trying to show it to some people, and it jumped out and, like, started chasing him around. Yeah, pretty wild. He wasn't the brightest guy. Those Typical. muskrats are something else. Yeah, I've man. been fishing, ice fishing in the winter. Come up through. Have the, the ice shack at one of those like portable huts, and we're in shallow water, and we take white eggshells and put them on the bottom, so you can, then you can like look down and see the fish and everything. Sitting there jigging, so because you're, you're watching, like actually watching the fish bite to catch them. So you're bent over, and you're like foot is about your head is about 12 inches away from the hole you're staring down and on two different occasions i've had muskrat come up that hole and you want to talk about shit your pants <laughs> and that thing comes right up the hole and it's just as scared when it sees you and it lands on the ice about 12 inches in front of your face but it's like holy shit you fall back onto the propane heater and you're like jesus this thing's Spill in here with beer. me <clears throat> oh man yeah can't see I've had ever had that happen. Two different occasions. Same within a hundred yards. Could have been the same damn muskrat. I'm sure it wasn't, mm. but yeah, same winter, about a hundred yards apart. Yeah, that's something else to have them things inside your ice shanty with you. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, muskrats ain't they ain't worth shit right now. You know no. what is. Well, I'm coyotes, just, you know, only. coyotes are doing really good. Martin are oh, doing really? okay. Uh, you know, What's coyote at? He trapped muskrats oh, for some of them. years, and that's how I he think made a lot some of guys. Younger, are, you know? I don't know about this year. I know. It was either this year or last year. Some guys for, were get, showed up. Were getting uh, getting like eighty, ninety bucks for some of our coyotes for a coyote, which is ridiculous. Wow. Some of those like Alberta coyotes, Saskatchewan coyotes. I think they were getting like. Coyotes. Well over a hundred bucks. Coyotes. Well, Coyotes. There's some places there that they, those guys just go to fucking town, like power snares and everything. They got that shit figured yeah. out. You watch some guys I on have. YouTube. I love it, yeah. man. Those guys just. Re- there's this one dude. Uh, he wrecks tri- triple nickel trapper. I think the guy's Probably awesome. So, yeah. He's like grilling butts, just <laughs> on his sled. He just crushes the coyotes. Yeah. <clears throat> well, as long as they ain't a coyote, I don't care what you call them. Yeah. Yeah. Or like old Larry and Teister, the Reckons. 
Yeah. That other guy that I liked watching his video so much, kind of like pissed off. He stopped doing it and got a job and shit. <laughs> Which guy? The Wild North guy. Andrew. Yeah. Oh no shit. Yeah. I've he's had a couple of vi- he's had a couple of videos in the last couple of weeks, but all winter long he's like went out and started trapping, and then was like, "This sucks." It's like I can't make enough money catching stuff to pay for fuel, pay for groceries, yeah. pay for everything, and he's like went and got a job. Yeah, and I watched a lot of his stuff. stuff but the Wild his video. North. That guy's yeah. sweet. Yeah, I enjoy. Another his beautiful day in the north, I tell you. <laughs> I mean, for several years, just watching him, it was like he was kind of living the life. It was pretty nice, just yeah. by himself, just like from and spring bear into fishing for pike, into you know sheep hunting and moose hunting. Yeah, you know. And then into trap all winter long. They went on like a random dull sheep hunt, and he shot a fucking corker of a ram. Yep, and those guys, I think they can shoot anything, any they, sheep. Yeah, it sounds like like listening to yeah. him, he's just like anything comes around, he's killing it and yeah. eating it. And <laughs> that ram that he killed was, I think it was like a thirteen year old ram, just a corker of a sheep. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah, that's the dream, isn't it, boys? <laughs> I yeah. It'd be fun to hang out with that dude at his at his trapping cabin. Oh man, he's got a couple of places like his trapping cabin, then his beaver camp. Beaver camp and yeah, <clears throat> yeah. Beaver camp. That's one thing I hate putting beavers up. Hate it. Hate it. Hate it. I don't mind fleshing them. I don't mind skinning them, but freaking tacking, tacking them, out. them out. I hate it. This big chunk of bank just fell off. Is that what you just heard? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Is the yeah. tan not completely broken up? I haven't seen it. I assume so. Yeah. I mean, Got oh, I guess it was kind of a, it's been kind of an anticlimactic breakup. You know, some of them years where... Oh, I mean, there's no water either. Like, look yeah. at how low the river is. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm assuming that eventually some of this higher snow is going to melt and this will come up some, but yeah, I thought we there's got not a good that much snow. snow it's, I mean, you don't think? Like, all our snow, yeah, you know, our snow all melted in March, so... For the most it was part. a funny breakup. It was a gradual, you know, yeah. which is nice enough to kind of let it rip. Not freaking just soaking, oh, shitty, just mess swampy all weeks, over. You yeah. know? Except for my road. Yeah, <laughs> oh, but you, there's that road is only good when there's no fucking moisture. On yeah, it for a month. <laughs> yeah. The condition of your road like coincides with the fire danger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the fire danger is high. My road is great, and it's great from, you know, October till. Well, this year, March, but normally, the big, you know, you get April at least is a good month for the road, but Jesus. Yeah, I pretty much just moved into town. <laughs> Stay at the girlfriend's house. I'm like, oh, break up? I don't, Ta- I don't yeah, need to hang out out there. Like, <laughs> road sucks. <laughs> like, Seth, you know, because he knows, I'll skip last, or a while back, ta- talking to him about Frank's, yeah. What's Frank been up to? So I figure he's been got tangled up in a nightgown. <laughs> <laughs> he said, yep, that's when I went exactly down, what when happened. I went down there to see him. He's like, Tyler tells me you're all tangled up in a nightgown. <laughs> like, damn, dude, it's not the 40s. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <clears throat> yep, I said, that's exactly what happened. Jay, Jay says to me, 
did you see that Laker that Seth caught? <laughs> I said, yeah, he caught it in my fucking ice shanty. Oh, he just showed up and <laughs> caught it. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, speak of the devil, I felt, right? the devil yeah. I, fe- I felt That's something else. I felt a little, little bad about that one. Why? Because that lake does not produce a lot of fish. They're quality fish. And you caught not- it jigging. Yeah. That's awesome. In well, fact, we were talking about oh, it. Was it caught in the mouth? Oh, yeah, good point. <clears throat> no. <clears throat> I, it still came out of the hole. I didn't keep it. It went back. No, I know. I realized that. <laughs> I would never keep anything anyway out of there. But but you know what? I held it in my hand for a minute. So Oh, heck, yeah, for I'm sure. A, I missed this. I missed the first part of this story. Oh, oh I guess I'll just listen to it again later. Invite us out to come fishing with us, and he caught a nice laker. It was good for every time we went this winter. Well, we caught, I think... Two times we were there, we caught two. But every time we were there, we caught a fish, I think, this year. No, there's one time that we went that we didn't catch anything. Which is super awesome for that lake. Oh, I yeah. Spent, I spent a lot of time on that lake. Yeah. A lot of time on that lake. And we used to have it really dialed in. Yeah. And, uh, in fact, I was telling Frank about how we'd sit there and hand line, hand jig. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and uh, we used to get into them. Man, they'd they'd burn right through your fingers. I think you, you know, were talking so about that was like hand jigging <laughs> when you actually caught. The and then that thing. fish came in and swiped me, got hooked up, and you caught your burned hand. through my fingers. And, yeah, <laughs> like yeah, just like that, man. And that power, well, especially awesome. if you're using like this yeah. power, power pro. pro man. Uh, it's yeah, bad. Yeah, that stuff yep. doesn't heal very good no, either. No, it really festers for a long time. Yep, that reminds <clears> me. As shitty as the fishing is today, I'm still at least I can't complain that. What I just, man, the, the the last pike trip, man. Oh jeez, it was like the a fog knack <laughs> of of freshwater fishing. Yeah, for ice fishing anyway. <coughs> I don't know mm. if it was. I I can't say it was better than last summer. Yeah, but you don't think we caught? But it was fish. right there. Oh, uh, I don't know, man. Maybe. We caught a we caught we a caught bigger like 140 one. Hundred and forty fish in like a day, a half a day, three. Yeah, but we were catching that many in like three or four hours. I mean, it was just every single cast. Well, it was we didn't same. catch a twenty four pounder. Yeah, they were know. there though. I guess. they're there. Yeah, yeah. If you're catching little ones, you're, there's there's a big one around somewhere. We just should have stayed another hour. <laughs> right. Use bigger bait. <laughs> when the fishing's like that, it's hard to like leave it. It's hard to like oh, last cast, and then you catch one, it's like well. I should probably do that a couple more times. Well, I think it was like my old man was falling asleep in his boat. It was like 4 o'clock in the morning. Oh, yeah. We well, still we had eating. a bear to – or no, no, that we didn't. That was the first time. That was the first time around, but we were eating. No, I guess that was the second time, too. We were eating she fish bellies at like 5 a.m., <laughs> no sleep for like 60 hours. It's 5 o'clock in the morning. I'm cooking she fish on a fire on the ground. I was like, whoa. It's brutal. And they got three bears over there that they're working on skin. <laughs> that's awesome. Cause that, yeah, the that's when we went back to hunt in the second trip, man. Cause that we, we just went fishing that night and they killed three bears. And so yeah, we didn't even bear hunt the second night. No, we didn't even night. bear hunt the second night. And we uh and I left my bow in camp and we get you know, we'd been fishing at one spot, then we went back up. And they were just coming out, and we, uh, you know, they got three bears in the boat. And how how's the fish? No, it's a little pike. Anyway, we fish there and we get back to camp, and I'm like, all right, 
you know, I don't have to skin a bear tonight. And then I uh, start feeling bad as everyone's Next tired. Thing, both, and of to were, <laughs> both of us were down there. <clears throat> Skinning bears. And then. It's all right, too. It's like you explain to somebody how to do it, and then you see they're struggling a little bit, and it's like you got to take into account that they've slept as much as you have, which is zero. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's like 4 o'clock in the morning. You're trying to skin a bear. You haven't slept for 60 hours or whatever. It sucks. Yeah. You're tired. You're fumbling around, dropping stuff. Like, your back hurts, you know. Oh, yeah. Everything about it is just, it sucks. But it's yeah. awesome at the same time. Yeah. It's like hurts so good kind of deal. It's like it does not get any better than this. Right. Thing. Which I think I told you that when we're ice fishing. Like, oh, it Nick, doesn't. It, it does doesn't. not get any yeah. better than this. Oh, you didn't need to tell me. Yeah, you're right. You're just conf- confirming what I already knew. That, that, I mean, <clears throat> I don't know. Like that's is like how lucky we are to get to have that kind of stuff like all these opportunities that readily available right like there. you know like you take you know anyone you just go pluck them give them one like one like night pike fishing like that or mm-hmm. one night is like shooting that many bears or whatever and that's like lifetime highlight oh, reel. people pay a lot of money for that stuff like that's like mm-hmm. never experience anything like, like that again so i don't know like i just love it man <laughs> i like it that my family keeps me in check from back home i get i get a little complacent i get i get to start you get used to it you don't i mean you just take it for granted and, yeah <clears throat> and then you know you're talking to a brother down in the states and like well you know i went out and caught some rainbows yeah they're like 23 25 whatever you know like nice rainbows and oh i went out and went to kodiak deer hunting and did this and that <laughs> oh, i went sheep hunting you know i went moose hunting like, holy yeah. crap and it's like gone yeah, all I the think, time like should, yeah should i like, go goat hunting this spring his, or, not, or his big his big his big trip is like going to catch a, a stalker trout, you know, eight inches long, and that, like that's awesome. Yeah. But he's a bass fisherman. Well, I remember. I remember so. when I was a kid, my but, dad, you know, my my dad who grew up here would tell. I mean, the fishing sucked in Colorado. I was fishing crazy, and we would, <laughs> you know, if we went, we'd go to these like ponds and stocked all stocked stuff, and caught a couple like. You know, if you caught like a 14, 15 incher, man, that was a yeah. was a good day. Like one or two of them, and he, my dad, always was like, "Ah, oh, fishing's terrible here. Yeah, well, you should see what it's like in Alaska and like that." And I, you just don't get it. It's a big difference. until you That's, go like that. I feel pull, I feel like my kids are so like, spoiled. Pull with, like 30, 15 pound. With what's going know. on? You know, like yeah. we just go down yeah. the slough and like just kill it, man. Yeah. Just absolutely kill it. Like my my oldest when she was like nine i put a fly rod in her hand and she's catching Sweating. fish after fish after Nuh-uh. fish you know and wow are you impressive. shitting me no i fucking <laughs> you better have <laughs> fell in the water <laughs> you dumped my boots like three hours ago and we fucking put That's tyler's awesome. boat in i was like dude if you're sweating that much we need to take you to the hospital <laughs> that's <Holy> amazing <laughs> yeah. there's something wrong with you son out his it's been three hours i'm finally getting cold <laughs> oh man but yeah, you know, I, I feel like they're they're just they're so spoiled because it's catching up here. I mean, you can catch fish. You could take a kid fishing and get them absolutely hooked, and not have the problems like 
I, down in the states, I used to take some buddy's kids out fishing, and it was always a it was a chore because you had to try to find something that produced. Jesus, Nick. And and keep them interested, you know. And then yeah, you know, up here it's the other way around. But I will say, from time to time, it is nice to go back down there and just throw out a crappie rig or just go cat fishing yeah. or you know mystery fishing. You don't know what you're gonna catch, so. But it's good to come back to this. Well, not this in particular. This is kind of like down there. <laughs> yeah, this is this is not like the primo <laughs> fishing spot by any means. Uh, get my line out of the way. Temple's motoring back. Yeah, it's it's nuts, man. But yeah, you know, you take it for granted, and, and it's good to have people remind you. Mm-hmm. where you're at and what you're doing and how exciting it is and not yeah. that i don't think it's ever not exciting but just yeah. kind of put in the check we've got you know, well two total and that's uh yeah you know starting to journal and stuff like that Tally's really lame. Helps too, yeah. kind of looking back on things and Heck yeah you know we just, I just take a lot of photos time is it yeah yeah oh that's a nice one that's one you caught <laughs> <laughs> no Nice. <laughs> right on. Take it easy, Temple. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> nice burbot and Doritos. He's got Doritos in one hand. He's got the Doritos in one hand. Little burbot. Was he four or five? Yeah, four. Oh, man. Yeah. Well, that's. I've thought about that too with my kid because he's, he's three and. Like, how do I not? Because I just want to spoil the shit out of him. Like, man, I mean, when I was like, I remember when I was in like first, second, third grade, I was like already dreaming of like big game hunting up here. (laughs) I mean, I was like, I was like, I had a disease. You still do. I still do. (laughs) (laughs) And, you know, I don't know. I want to like, it'll be finding the balance of giving him that and making sure he knows what he's got to earning it a little bit yeah earning it a like little bit jonah's and, son and, he's uh, i think he's five and he got him a, a real short stock you know 223 short barrel and he's in the co's first black bear this year oh nice yeah. he's uh, five you said and he's stoked <laughs> like the, you know miles can't stop talking about it yeah i was gonna i think jet will be there when he's five yeah i think you know three he's it's just a little too soon oh so all three of my girls, when they turned five, we bought them little twenty-two rifles, you know, little chipmunks or whatever, and yeah. got them into it, and they're killing grouse and squirrels and just getting them out there. My oldest this year, I took her out. She's wanted for years to go out to moose camp. Did so I show it? This year, we took her out with us, and, mm-hmm. and that was cool, just getting to hand that off. And I'll have to show you this picture, Nick. feel for just, it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. She really wants to go sheep hunting, of course. Of course. And there is a youth season now. What? Yeah, yeah. That's pretty. Yeah. That's a great opportunity, yeah. actually. So yeah. I told her when she can start carrying a pack. I was happy to see them when they passed. I was like, that's yeah. a good opportunity. Frank took this picture at my place. <laughs> oh, you should know. It was epic yesterday. Nice. <laughs> that's awesome. I had to. Uh, my stock on my 375 was cracking. So I put one of them hoagies on there, and and uh, get, I told I told Jed I was like, all right, I said this can be your new rifle. So you know, don't point it at anybody. That whole deal, just the old stock off my old. And uh, <laughs> he'd put on. He had his rubber boots on, but he put on these boots of mine which like are hip boots on him. <laughs> well, I got a video too that goes along with those pictures. 
I was like, what you doing in your hip boots? <laughs> He's like, hunting dogs. <laughs> I said, he's got the Jurassic Park t-shirt on. He said, not dinosaurs? And he said, he stops for a second. He's like, well, dogs and dinosaurs. <laughs> I heard him say that. I was like, don't say that too loud, son. <clears throat> oh, man. Yeah, no, that's something that's funny, you know, I, her family was not into the outdoors at all, my mm-hmm. wife's. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, we got up here and we have our kids and we're giving them rifles and, you know, they just weren't too sure about that whole thing. And, you know, just trying to explain to them that we're teaching them from an early age that they're tools, mm-hmm. that they're around, mm-hmm. and, and, and they don't think anything of it. It's not something that's 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 unknown and curious about. They, they're familiar second, with it. Second and, uh, nature to them kind of oh, thing. Yeah. You know, if you start them young, like all of us were, you yeah. know, yeah. That's, that's how you do it. That's <clears throat> how you raise somebody that's a responsible gun yeah. user. You know, and, and and along with that is where where meat comes, where food comes from. You yeah, know? we've done chickens and turkeys and all that kind of stuff, and we shoot grouse and have them breast them out, pull pull their wings, and they love it. You know, they love everything about it. It's cool. I really, I really enjoy seeing kids get turned on to the stuff. Like just that light comes on. Oh yeah, a little glimmer in their eye when it just like mm-hmm. it's clicking, and they're like, man, this is it. Because I remember being there. That's about all I can remember. But I remember when I was a kid, like, just seeing someone do that kind of stuff and, and being around it and being like, wow, you know, that's that's pretty primal, man. Like, yeah, that we're pretty is fortunate it. to have the parents that we had that, that liked the outdoors and were hunting and fishing yeah. and taking us with them. And because if, if we didn't have that, you know, that stuff kind of burned into us when we were younger, what would we, what, what, what would we, put it this way, if I didn't know... That I loved to hunt and I didn't look forward to it so much. What what would my hobby be? Oh yeah, because yeah. <clears throat> curling. I've yeah maybe. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it, there's right. just, it's yeah. like it, when you love hunting and fishing and stuff like that. And I don't love fishing, but I like catching. But when you love hunting, uh, the, what else do you what else yeah. do you think about yeah. really? And I. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. It's not like I. Have, so I lay, so, literally will lay in bed awake at night yeah. thinking about. Yeah, I do. All the time. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's what's a little interesting yeah. is my backstory is a little bit different. I, uh, I grew up fishing a lot, and my dad was busy working quite a bit, and he'd take us out, you know, from time to time. As we got older, we'd go camping and stuff with a camp, little pop-up camper and did a lot of fishing. We'd spend hours and hours and hours fishing but never hunting. Uh, <clears throat> one was we were moving all the time, and we just didn't have access to uh, a lot of it, and we didn't know people. We didn't know the areas. My dad just wasn't into big game hunting yeah. and stuff. And, but we'd go fishing, and so that was kind of the draw. Uh, <clears throat> when we turned, I'm, I'm the oldest. When I turned, I think it was ten, whatever the age is. I can't remember. Uh, old enough to go to hunter safety. Convinced my mom to take us to hunter safety. So got hunter safety. We were always running around with BB guns. I mean, we at least convinced them to get BB guns before this, you know, running around, playing in the woods and, and doing all that stuff. But, uh, you know, got hunter safety, and then now we're out there doing it for real. And it was just something that I, I, I think that being outside fishing kind of enticed it, you know, it brought brought that little kind of dangled that carrot for to be in the woods and yeah. to be outside. And, Hell, even camping. But, you know, but, you know it just, for me... I often think like what what really drew me into this hunting thing because I'm I'm like full in man this is crazy yeah. and it wasn't that I you know it wasn't because my dad took me out on all these trips and you know right. and, and and so it's 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 cool to hear those stories of people doing it and that's what I'm hope I'm giving to my kids 
because uh, I want to foster that. Not that I'm going to force them to do it, but if if it's something that interests them, I, I, I kind of want that to be a thing. Because yeah. I think it's good for you. I think it's good oh, yeah. to take you back to the roots of mm-hmm. of, of, of being a person. And, and, and <clears throat> like taking my daughter out, she decided, we told her, you know, you can shoot, you can shoot the moose. She had her own tags and stuff. And she decided she didn't want to shoot. And I said, that you know what that's fine as long as you're out here taking it in that's you know mm-hmm. your time will come or it won't i don't care but yeah. just just being outside man getting that getting that uh that's full circle in. to what we were talking about before where it's like the actual shooting part is like such right. a tiny little sliver of the whole right. thing right. <clears throat> yeah i mean it I, realistically isn't even necessary in your daughter's case right you know right. she's like yeah, you know, no, i don't I mean, really want to shoot <clears throat> no problem yeah yeah, I'm not going to force you. I've got video of her cow calling and stuff. It's awesome, man. Nice. She's out there well, ripping out a cow call. And, and you don't and know, like, the impact that stuff has. Like, I mean, I remember I could go and camp, like, the first time my dad took me camping. I must have, I couldn't have been, like, it was either four or five years old. No. I mean, I, I no. still remember a lot of details about no. that. It's Well, that's like, <clears throat> we were out there moose hunting for a birthday, and, uh, course and she just turned 12 and uh <clears throat> so i woke up and i'm like oh crap i gotta do something you know i meant to bring something out with me to do special for her but you know you're packing all this stuff and it just didn't happen woke up i found a fruit cup that i had stuck a stick in there lit it on fire nice <laughs> gave it to her saying happy That's birthday awesome and gave her my Swiss Army knife, you know. And yeah. she, to this day, she thinks that's the coolest thing, you know. Just she's got dad's Swiss Army best knife, present man. ever. Like that's yeah. awesome for a twelve-year-old girl. Yeah. yeah. Which, a, speaking of a few minutes ago, proud like the proud dad moments. <clears throat> while that is, that's been three or four weeks ago. We were doing something in town. I had Jed and Sadie, and went out, and I was like, "Yeah, we never stopped at the Muskox Farm." Oh, you took them there out there. So I took them, and you know we they have a little pull out you can pull in and look. Yeah. And there weren't any right up there. I'm like, Jed's like, where are they? Were like, I see them. I think they're like I can see them, but they're a long ways away. He's like, do you think you can shoot them from here? <laughs> <laughs> That's my boy. I took uh, I took my dad there when when they came up, and um, we made we made muskox steak and eggs for breakfast that morning, <laughs> and we went in and uh, we. We sat down and they do like they talk about it or whatever. And my dad like need me like we were, back when we were in church, you know. And I was yeah. doing something wrong. He'd need me. He's like, should I tell him what we had for breakfast? <laughs> <laughs> right on, Dad. Yeah, you go right ahead. It's <laughs> funny. That's funny. Uh, yeah, just like without missing a beat. Totally serious. Do Do you think you can shoot him from here? Can you shoot from here? <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Rifle rest right on the fence. <laughs> That's a cool little place, so you can go up there and see, you know, oh, see them and yeah, stuff. Yeah, and I've yeah. been there. I think I went there twice or whatever, and it's it's pretty cool for people, especially out of town. Like you can right. show them a muskox, you know. You can go over right down the road, go and check out the caribou. Yep. I was just dri- driving by this time of year, <laughs> waiting to see when the cows drop their calves. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. pretty cool. See the little ones. Yeah. yeah. And things are tiny, man. It's amazing. Yeah, they are. They're a couple weeks old now, but... When did they drop? A couple weeks ago already? A couple weeks ago, yeah. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, there's a lot of happy wolves out there right now. (laughs) I'm sure, and (laughs) A lot of happy wolves. Yeah. 
Yeah. I went down and checked out. Uh, I found where they had killed a moose this winter on my trap line, and I went last weekend and I was trying to find that them antlers from that moose that I was seeing all the time, and I got done looking where he had been hanging out. Couldn't find him. But I went back where I, they had dragged up a bunch of bones and hide and stuff into the trail. I didn't want to disturb it in the winter, but I went down there and looked, and man, it was just a little calf that they killed. Yeah. It's just like everywhere. It's like you can tell. You can like see the whole story, like how the whole thing played out. They pinned it up into these, like, up into like this real thick, like, it was almost like a little corner they pushed it into. Yeah. And they just got it in there up in this, like, snarl of trees and just fucking tore the thing apart. Their shit, it's like a hundred yard radius of bones now, you know? You could, oh, like I, I found right where they killed it, but, like, after they killed it with, like, Dragon different animals, bones. like, taking bones with meat on them away and eating on them and stuff. And, oh, it's brutal. Yep, then we'll be... Won't be too much longer for the well, about another month till the moose calves start dropping. I was like seeing them when they're all red still. Yeah, yeah, like all gangly. We saw a bunch of moose last year. Last year, you. yeah, yeah, more than well, you're saying more than we've. I've never ever seen, seen that many moose. Ne- never seen that many moose calves. <clears throat> like one night, it used to be it's before we started killing grizzlies there, um, because nobody killed them. And uh, well, that country's impossible. The only way you can kill them is bait. moose hunting or something like that, you know, a random bear. And, Not uh, like now, yeah, you used to see, we used to see like one moose a summer running that, and now it's like like last summer I think one run I saw like t- ten or so, wow. ten or twelve, we including calves. calves. But like I saw a, a two or three different sets of twins. Yep, you know they had been alive for a couple of weeks, and I think if they can get their get their feet under them and be alive for a couple of weeks, you know, then they got a decent shot. But I saw them with Temple a couple of springs ago, beaver beaver trapping, where we had been out setting traps at night and shooting beavers, and we were going back to sleep and then get back up and go back and check all the traps again in the morning. And we were coming around one of the last bends in the river to where we were set up to camp on a gravel bar. And I first saw the cow standing there right on the side of the river. There's this little opening, and she's standing there. She she had been laying down, and I saw her stand up, and I was like, ooh, there's a moose. I was like, hit Temple, and I was like, there's a moose right there. And I looked, and a little calf like kind of like stumbled off. And as the cow took a couple steps away, there's another calf laying there she had just had that was oh, like... Wow. It tried, because the boat was right there and everything, it tried to stand up. It was soaking wet still. She was oh, cleaning man. it. Nice. So it tried to stand up, and it like got on its knees, and it fell over, and then it tried to get up again, and I was just like, go, oh, get out of here. Get it. Let's leave right now. Like not, Don't disturb them at all. And it's like I've never seen them like oh, that's cool. just born, yeah. you know, within – had to have been within – 10 or 15 minutes and max. wait a few more years in that area too after you know being able to hunt grizzly bears over bait in that area now um that that might change too and yeah oh hey, yeah it's not hurting the bears any i mean they're still good mm-hmm. still plenty of bears but. <clears throat> yeah you guys notice <clears throat> out in your primo areas there do you notice the calving season hit on your stands like does do they take a lull or do you just not do they not even really not see really it? man i mean it seems like just in general there's been a few exceptions over the years, but in general, you get 
usually two nights out of a grizzly bear that he'll if he, he'll find the bait usually he'll come back the next night and then he's gone he or she's sure. just gone forever so but how, how about black bears do you notice that they go into a low on the bait station anyhow as I, far I as when calving goes on yeah, yeah i think so that's what i've always, i've noticed too but i didn't know if that was just unique to i mean i, I, I think it's it, you know that little time period probably changes just a little bit each year but yeah i think i think there's just a I guess from what I've seen, we get we have a lot of nice bears early on, and then all of a sudden, you know, late May, a little bit, you know, maybe the even, maybe even the very first few days of June. I think we just uh, there's a lot of the bigger bears are just not there. But they well, and in that time of year, they're not typically eaten heavy yet. Right. Like even bears that are coming into a bait until like the first week of June, they just. Because there's definitely a difference when you got a bait that has several bears working it. You know the amount of food you got to keep stocking in there. Yeah, like they they just aren't eating that much till June. You you might notice it, but I think overall it might just be just a a myth. Right. (laughs) Well, that's why I was asking. I was just curious. But uh, certainly bears are are looking and keying in on moose calves. You know, at that time. But I I don't I don't necessarily believe that. That that's what's turning them off. I think just a lot of people are just having you know. Some sometimes the bait's hot for two or three weeks, and then you know you go a week without nothing or whatever. But I guarantee sows and cubs are still coming in. So yeah, you, you know, know, like you know I almost wonder. Yeah. I almost wonder if it's more of just you know they're clearing their systems out, they're getting re, you know sure. it's just this and cycle also, of and of also that cabin seasons right when they're like getting ready to roll into the rut, like those boars yeah. will right. Yeah. There's a lot of things going on right yeah. at once there that could be attributed to All less right. sightings on your bait. And who the hell knows? Maybe there's a bait three miles away that, yeah. or, or a mile away or whatever that, that that's where they are Just that drawn night. Them. You know? Yeah. Oh. yeah. So. Well, it's a mystery. Like, remember, what was it? It wasn't last year. Was it the year before that there were just the black bears were gone? On your bait? On my bait. Yeah. You that has, like, since the beginning of time, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, it's it has slowed down. Right, there's but that a couple. same year was pretty bad on mine that year too. Yeah. So, and it, it was kind of a general consensus was like, where are the black bears? Yeah. Like, I think I had one picture of one black bear that whole season yeah. on that bait. That normally, you know, you get a ten, or, ten like or fifteen bears differences. Or I mean, what what was you, it that year? There was something that we kind of talked about. Was it the earth, that year that was super early spring? Was it an early spring or was it a late spring? No, it was an early spring. It may have been that early spring. It would have been, I think it was 2017 when that was going on. It was, it was 2017. The spring of 2017 is when it, when it was. Because I know I was gone and stuff was to, having it a hell was of a time. Because Tyler took me, we went up there a couple of times and you were like, oh yeah, we'll go up there, you shoot a bear. Yeah. And we get up there, and you're like, I've never, this is bullshit. Yeah, There's always bears here. Yeah, and I was, was like, yeah, sure, man. <laughs> my, I was gone, but my wife had a hell of a time finally getting a bear. Yeah. <laughs> bullshit. Yeah, yeah we'll see. It like, just, you never know. No. I, I remember, I remember down on, down, guiding down on a fog knack. Um, there'd be springs where there'd just be like bears on all the beaches every single day. And then there'd be springs where... You're like, where in the fuck are all the bears? There's just nothing. It was like pulling teeth to get one, you know? Yeah. And that's how we hunted. You know, you're like glassing beaches for bears that are digging or eating stuff that's washed up. And, I mean, that's what you're doing. So it's like if the bears decide that 
there's some kind of root that's growing in the woods that's better to eat this year than than it has yeah. been in the past, and they're all up in the woods. You're not going to see I mean, any that, bears. That was know? my theory. Was maybe there was like a bump because it was a bumper crop of berries the year before. Like and maybe, maybe there was still a bunch of leftover berries. Mm-hmm. They're mm-hmm. just bringing the bears off the river. Did have a bumper crop yeah. of berries? Yeah, because I'm like they're, they're not dead. Yeah. Like oh no, hell no! <laughs> like black bears don't just have a giant die off, no. you know. So it's interesting to think about the reasons why, but in the end, it's not going to change what we do. No, sure, no, no. I just yeah, it's but just always a curiosity. Just like oh no, you know, late May your bait's going to go dry. Well, shit, we've killed bears late May and early June too. So no. I no. mean. Who, <laughs> Late May, early What's June. What's the earliest bear that you've killed? Late June uh, on May the fourteenth of May. Of May, yeah. So that's the no, first, the earliest ever. Yeah, but yeah. I, um, could have killed one May sixth, and I passed him, and then my buddy came up um, and and shot him, you know, like a week or two later. <laughs> but I, yeah, I think there's. Depending on where you are, there's opportunity to take bears in late April and early May. But you know, by and large, you're gonna definitely have, the farther yeah. south you are. Yeah, the of more course. For like sure. up here yeah. in the interior, yeah, you might get lucky and you yeah. know, kill one in April. But it's it's. I don't think it's the. I don't think that's the standard. Yeah. You know, middle of May till the end of June is when you're going to start seeing the most activity. But we all get fired up because the weather's so nice. <laughs> and yeah. It's like, why, you know, why aren't uh, there, why don't you have bears on your bait, you know, yet? But it's just to keep going and keep looking and trying and checking your camera and baiting. And yeah, I mean, there ain't even, like, fresh grass popping up yet. No, you it's, know. All, it's all dead. No buds yet on the trees or nothing, but it sure feels Well, like a lot of those early bears, like, I mean, it was May 19 or it was technically may 20th when i shot that black bear last year yeah and i mean that was early like he was he was he didn't even like he was weird come he was so spooky it was weird like didn't take a bite of food <laughs> and the bait you know because we'd had the bait out for a week and a half or so i think and yeah. well you get the weekend prior yeah we and he'd up. been you know he'd been coming in there for a couple of days but like had hardly disturbed it yeah just taking a few bites and sniffing around <laughs> You know, and I don't know. It's the same thing every year. I get all wound up, ready to go, and then it's still like, you know, June before it really gets. Well, it doesn't help on years like this where it starts breaking up early and it's nice out. Yeah. Yeah, man. I get it. That's cool, though. That's something to be excited about. Yeah. Keep your mind off sheep hunting. Distract you a little bit. It doesn't work for me. I no. still think about sheep hunting all the time. <laughs> yep. Oh, we yeah, gotta, maybe we've just traded places now because I'm taking my recurve and now you're going to start whacking them and all. <laughs> maybe a couple years. Well, you know, I and honestly, I, I feel like on my next hunt that my goal really is to kind of pay back the guys that that have helped me yeah. in years past and make sure that I do whatever I can to get them cheap, you know, help them out. And, uh, and I will probably be packing recurve if I can pull it. I got some shoulder stuff going on right now, mm. but, uh, that's what I would like to do is get back to that. And, and, uh, uh, it kind of, yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm no purist though. I'm not yeah. going to lie. I am not a purist. <laughs> oh, I will, t- I'll put a worm on a fly hook and catch a fish. <laughs> I don't care, man. <laughs> 
I'm not a purist by any means, but yeah, you know, it's it's about it's, getting uh, the job done. Right. No, it's cool. <clears throat> I, yeah, I just kind of want to get out and, and pay back to the guys, and and uh, yeah, they've been gracious to me, and 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 finally, all these years, and lucky number seven, finally. That's finally, awesome, the, man. The, the story kind of came around, and I don't know if we mentioned it, but we were talking earlier about being sick hunting, and oh, I got yeah, one more story to sneak in us. here. <laughs> but in 2015, my buddy and I went up into the brooks, and and uh, we hiked in, uh, I don't know, eight, eight or nine miles or whatever to a base camp, and next day I worked up and over to another drainage, and set up our, our bivy camp which was just a tarp again sleeping bags and woke up <laughs> that's pretty loud in my ears i hope it's not that loud on the microphone <laughs> anyhow uh just nobody rocked the that's boat right, suddenly that's right uh pitch him off the bow woke up the next morning and i uh, thought i was dying yeah like just I, I had no idea what was going on Felt like there was a softball in my side with spikes all over it, and someone was pounding the outside of me with a bat or something. <clears throat> Come to find out, in the end, uh, I had my first episode of kidney stones oh. out in the mountains. Sheep hunting. Sheep hunting, away from everything. I've never been to the point where I was ready to push the button for rescue, but that was it. That was... I was I was in a bad bad way that oh, day. Oh, I can see that. How far were and, you from? And oh, we were. I think from the airstrip, we were probably ten miles away or so. Oh. Um, so I spent twelve hours rolling around on the ground. You can't get comfortable in any position. Not kneeling. Not laying down. Nothing. It's raining out. Got a tarp and a sleeping bag. You know, oh my it god. It was brutal. And I got to the point where I finally told my buddy, I'm like, hey, you need to you need to call someone. Because I didn't know what it was. Yeah. I had no idea what was going on with me, but I knew it was not a good thing. And uh, he's like, well, what do you want me to do? I'm like, just call someone. And the good thing is, is that he knows me well enough, and he kept a cool head through the whole thing, you know. And <clears throat> So we ended up getting a hold of our pilot, and the pilot's like, wow, first of all, there's no weather right now. There's no way we can get in there. Second of all, where you're at. I can't get into it. The best I could do is fly over and drop you some some meds or something, you know, just to to ease it over. Here's what it sounds like. It sounds like kidney stones or whatever. So so I just weathered it out for 12 hours, and finally, I don't know if it passed or what, but then I was okay. Woke up next day. We hiked, hiked up the drainage, saw some sheep, came back down. Next morning, woke up and had another bout for couple hours and finally we're like oh we got to get out of here you know this is this is bad stuff so then we hiked back to our base camp where i had left my my uh good meds of course took them out of my pack when i was repacking to go to spike and you don't leave uh, those anywhere in your pack or your pocket uh, yeah so then that was a bummer man i that was tough throwing in the towel. I felt so bad for him. I mean, here we've invested all this time and money and effort. And, yeah. I mean, we were out there for, we were still out there for, I think, six, seven days or something like that. But, yeah, we still had to get back to the airstrip. And oh. he couldn't get in that first night, so we had to wait for the next day for him to come in. And Kidney stones. He picked us up, and he, he was telling us on the flight back, he's like, yeah, that's pretty hard, man. Like, I've had kidney stones, and I thought I had it bad, and I was in my cabin out there but at least i had a bed to sleep in and yeah like a, and uh, i said why well, I mean, you know, nothing you can do about it Just, when you feel that where does it start 
you know, it's uh, it was to like midway between the spine and and your side. Like okay. it was just right, in, like just right in the right in my back fat right there. Kidneys <laughs> are basically yeah, his kidney. Yeah, kidneys. yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's where I felt it. I don't know if that's the same for everybody. Are you dehydrated? You know, <laughs> I try to push water. I, I'm, like that's a big thing for me, and I felt like. I had been doing pretty good of it, but we were also pushing pretty hard. So that's probably, I think, what happened. Yeah. Talking to the doctor, they think that's probably what it was, is just dehydration. And so that's a big thing now is every time I that's go, what I'm just a water like makes freak. It happen. Yeah. It's, what do you have to do when you have kidney help. stones? Piss Drink water. No, but when you, like, after you pass them? Yeah, either you pass like, them or they're too big and you got to go to the doctor. And they, and they laser they them or something like yeah, that and they yeah. break them up and yeah. then you still pass them, right? Yeah, I think so, yeah. <clears throat> I mean, luckily, didn't seem to have any more episodes or anything like that. They checked me out. as was all clear. Oh, and yeah, makes from me heard, shudder. Just that, like, uh, and oddly enough, Seth, a lot of times I people that I know have had them have had them while they were on a hunt. Yeah. And yeah. I got to believe that had something to do with just dehydration no, I, even if you think you're drinking a lot uh, of water fuck yeah. it, probably not yeah yeah no i would agree i think that's absolutely what it was i don't yeah, know, I think I you're the any third or fourth person i know yeah. that's yeah. i asked like, them on a hundred it's yeah. so brutal that's you, you don't wish it on anybody you don't drink a lot of water frank ah your stuff never, like that it kills never me. do oh i fucking go even like like when i got a faucet in my you know in my kitchen i could fill up a cup or a water bottle every single day i don't hardly ever drink water i huh. uh, that's my biggest <clears> thing <throat> like looking at areas where can i get water at yeah i can go all day on do. one nalgene bottle I, I carry so much no water problem <laughs> i carry like a three liter a bladder and a nalgene yeah. bottle and every chance water, i can i, I fill it up <laughs> Hiking all day too. Uh, that's one Nalgene bottle. And I'll things have like, you can do when you weigh 112 pounds. <laughs> and this much. <laughs> that, that could be a factor in the whole thing. <laughs> I got this much left in the bottle too. At the end of the uh, day, enough for getting some dinner going. Well, aren't you special? <laughs> oh, some of us aren't so needy. I don't know, but that's sure. That's sure. That's always in the back of my head when I'm planning other hunts and stuff too. Is having gone through that, like. Man, you know, like you better have some water. extra stuff in there just because, and and uh, and uh, I mean, it made it real, right? I mean, it got real right then. I've oh, never yeah. been, I've never been in a situation where I ever felt like I was in a, a really bad way. Like I've had some adventures, like we all have. <laughs> I mean, I'm pretty good at getting into adventures. Brian and I get into some spots an awful lot that we don't think anything of, and then someone hears about it, and then the wives hear about it, and then all of a sudden they're like, you almost died out there. And that's <laughs> you know, that's not really how we think of it because mm-hmm. we had our stuff together and, and dealt with it. But now, having had this experience that was like, I, I, I don't know, man. You just don't. That's bad stuff, man. You don't wish that on anybody. Yeah. So be aware, pack for it. I mean... But you can't let it stop you at the same How time. How the fuck right? do you pack for kidney stones? <laughs> no, the only thing you can do is make sure you're drinking enough water. But Drink water. Hell, huh? I mean, you could go 20 trips without drinking enough right. water, right. and it ain't going to matter. And then, all of a and then it's that time, one trip. Just one yeah. time, man. Well, yep. Craziness. Yeah. Well, so that just made number seven yeah. all that more. <laughs> all that more <laughs> sweet. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. man. Anyhow. That's my story on cheap. No, it's awesome to finally like hear it firsthand because I've all like heard little <laughs> pieces of them secondhand. No, I'm nothing special. Frank and Frank's Seth, been Seth bugging me. Frank work a lot of the same jobs, so that's how they. I don't know. I always told him I was like, I, I don't know, man. I don't feel like it's anything too 
too grand to talk about or anything. I mean, for me, it's cool, and the people that know me, it's great to share with buddies. But, but um, no, but there's probably a lot of people out there that probably get a little inspiration from what you, you know, what you went through and you succeeded. Yeah, it took you a little while, or whatever it may be, but yeah. you, that was what you wanted to do, and and you made it happen. Right. So there's probably yeah. people out there that are like, shit, I've gone three or four times, and oh yeah, exactly. Uh, you know, or, there's a lot of people who go once or twice or, yeah. and never go again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you can be fat like me exactly. and still go get it done. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you don't have to be one of these skinny little mountain goats that goes running up and down. It's not easy. It's a lot easier if you're in shape. Uh, I just can't bring myself to uh, do the it. Reser- <laughs> the reserve tank has its benefits. <laughs> yep, yep. No, it's a blast. I appreciate you guys having me out here and... and uh, yeah, getting some time. Yeah, no, fishing's been dog shit, but... I don't know. I caught fish. Nick caught fish. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I'm good. Yeah. Pretty good. <laughs> I don't care. So long as somebody catches a fish, I'm going to tell everybody I know I caught one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> yeah. All right. Well, I guess we'll we'll wrap her up here. Thanks, boys, for for jumping on. It's always an adventure, and we'll uh, have to do her again. Heck, yeah. And uh, if you guys uh, have any comments or questions, you can email podcast at tundertalkak.com. And if you enjoy the podcast, please leave a review on uh, iTunes or whatever platform you listen on. Thank you.